Hey everybody, this is a podcast for me, also known as Podcast for We. This is our third podcast episode, me and Ever. And this time we break down Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, the video game on PlayStation 4, because that's the form we used. Um, it's crazy, we did a four-hour podcast, so... I mean, you can watch it on YouTube. I'm going to have to try to figure out how to clip it up because that four hours is pretty lengthy. And I got pretty drunk, so there's that. So if you want, like and subscribe on the YouTube or just subscribe on iTunes if you can. Leave us a review. And uh, enjoy. We really got into it. All right, everybody. This is podcast for we, <laughs> we the people. We're going to do a breakdown of Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Uh, we love that game, and we wanted to review it. So we're going to discuss it in great detail, more than most. And I have a different view than most people on certain aspects of it. And we're going we're gonna to dive into that and ascertain, why do we like this game? Do we like this game? And more. All right, so um, we got categories for how we're doing this. I've got it broken down between... We're going to break down the story of the game, the visuals, the music or score, as you put it. Uh, we're going to go by the gameplay and then overall, okay? So first things first, let's go over the story. The only reason why I want to start with the story of the game is because, of course, it's a role-playing game. But you have a different perspective than I do because I've, I've played the original I've never played the original. I have only ever played Final Fantasy X and... It wasn't even to completion. I got to um, the fields of something or other where you're supposed to level up your guy before you go to the next thing. And I was... But you've you've played this game though. That's you know there's a big difference between playing this the game and the original. Yes. Yeah. So like and and like the story is pretty in depth. You know. So from from your point of view, this game. Do you feel was it made for you? Like story wise. You know, there's always an accessibility thing when you're talking about either sequels or prequels. Um, this is a remake. Yeah, right. And writers, well, well, we're we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. And I wish you hadn't read anything. I really do because I wanted it. Because as I, me, I like stories and I like breaking down stories and such. But when I watched or when I played the game, I thought the story was not well made it, it was it was it, it was like it was written for me because i played the original game so i could pick up a lot of things and i couldn't tell because i've never because i've played it, the original it felt it felt it felt it felt right um it felt like things were being revealed and developed um but there was obvious parts where i was like i feel like this might have been written for fans that had that had lived it um i don't know certain like camera angles or something i'm like this feels like something fan servicey that i would have seen like in a marvel movie or something um but but at no time did i ever feel like i was totally completely out of the loop like i i needed to play the original to understand what's going on in this game. but the ending though i mean like the ending really is for the the people who've played the game before the ending it was it how did the end, when you when you played that game and you got to the end really were you just like oh that makes total sense well okay my problem is you know i know that there's going to be other versions of the game not versions but there's going to be other additions to the story 
Okay. So so I wasn't expecting an ending that was gonna end. I didn't yeah, have, but like, like story wise, did it like did it really give you anything? Like I mean, like because it, it was, was so same, vague. It was the same feeling I got at the end of Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. You know, it's like it, the the characters experienced all these different things and they came together and then you know they formed the Fellowship of the Final Fantasy. You know, and then they went on an adventure together. And now, you know, now they're at the end point and they're going to continue on. Um, yeah, but, like, there's no clear villain. I mean, like, oh, well, yeah, I guess Sephiroth when they throw him out there. But then they have this cockamamie whisper. I never, I, I, I still don't fully understand the connection between Sephiroth and Shinra. Was he kind of, like, in the shadows manipulating them? Is there, like, a is like, part of Shinra? Or didn't it feel like Shinra was the main villain? To you. That's what I thought it was the whole time. Though okay. I was aware of this thing named Sephiroth out there. Okay. Right? Okay. I, I mean, it's just, you play video games, part of the yeah. culture. It's yeah. Sephiroth, yeah, dude, he's, he's culture. He's culture. Right. Yeah. So I knew that Sephiroth was out there. I thought it was pretty cool that he's kind of like this, this phantom that is in his head that kind of comes in every once in a while. And you don't okay. know if it's, if it's from inside of his head or if it's from outside influencing and to make it think it's in its head. Um, I don't know. I like that. And I like that you didn't fight him or really anything until the very end. And so... It did was, you fight him? Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? you did. I forgot about that fight. I was like, it was so, like, unceremoniously. Uh, but um, I have to say, though, the, okay, the original game didn't have Sephiroth so prevalently in the... Um, the this game is literally the first. There's three discs to this game, okay. and so this is the first disc, basically. And um, they added Sephiroth quite a bit throughout. They peppered him in, and it it, it is way better in this game than it was in the other one because he just kinds of show up. All right. And, and the disc ends with who who the fuck Sephiroth, and then disc two, you get to see what's up. But this one, they pepper it, give you mystery. And they, they just give you more, I don't know, gravitas to, the, to this character. I feel like that was a cool device. You're right. That's definitely the word for it. Because is that how you felt? It's happening, but they're hinting at, hey, you know what? There's mm-hmm, something mm-hmm, else mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and <laughs> just his freaking size, man. He's like here, you know, to, to, to Cloud. Well, and, like they, they gave an energy to him. Like he's the big bad. In the, in the original, it wasn't like so much it was like something that just happened like who the fuck is this guy but this one they made it like this is the real threat Mm -hmm. yes uh i'm trying to think of uh game of thrones kind of did something like that you know all the humans all the people are fighting each other but there's a real threat out there and it was the the white walkers was it really a threat i mean it was over in like an episode. Season eight, blah, 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 blah. Winter's coming. You know? <laughs> yeah, they ended that in like an episode and a half, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But but the suspense leading up to it was a big deal. You know, I agree. The first, I agree. Season, the first season, you know, it was just like, hey, we got all these other little piddly shit things going on, but there's fucking ice zombies out there. Uh, we should probably come together and come up with some kind of plan. So, do you really do think the story? Okay, from from your point of view, a person who's never played well, you played some of it, but really didn't play seven. Do you think, on its own, this game, the story was good? This is what I felt. This is because Lord of because you made a Lord of the Rings um, 
example, but Lord of the Rings on its own is a good movie, story-wise. Story-wise. Here's, here's the thing about this game. Every time I jumped in to play it, it felt like I was going into a dream. Yeah, but this is a story. We're talking about story. But that might not be the point. I mean, they, uh, there's that weird cat thing that shows up, you know? I, at the yeah, wait, 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 wait. What did you think about that cat part? When they showed the cat, Kite Stiff, that's what that is. Right. I was like, I was like, huh, I wonder what Ever thinks of this. Because it, I saw it and I was like, that's probably a character we're going to meet later. And then <laughs> never got back to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just added, I really thought they were going to go somewhere with that. Like, I mean, they didn't really link it to anything. It's a cat going. He's just like, oh shit, what's going yeah. on here? It sucks. Yeah. Okay, maybe he's gonna show up and help you fight with them because he's pissed off about the same thing you're. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the I'm trying to get at here is I I don't think the story structure is as important as the feeling that you got from it. It was a real escape, you know, from all the other things that I'm dealing with right now. That felt like a like a dream. One of those dreams where. Maybe you become aware that you're dreaming and then just random shit starts happening and you're not really in control of it, you know? And I think that's kind of what they're going for. Well, no, I like the linear uh, uh, form of the game. Uh, I thought I wasn't going to like that. I I thought they were going to, you know, give into the whole open world type, you know, uh, uh, format. And I'm glad they didn't because it, it pushes you through the story that they meant to tell. Yeah, they give a narrative to it. Mm-hmm. And and it's, again, I mean, it doesn't need to make a whole lot of sense a lot of the time because it's like an anime, you know? The suspense was there. The action was there. Um, but story-wise, though, let's just, let's just keep okay. it to story. Did the story make sense? Like, I mean, did it... I don't know how to really... Like, sum, up, sum, up, sum, up, sum up what your idea of the story... Uh, to me, this is what the story was. Because I know the direction it's going, but as I'm watching it, I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> having read about the other things that they do in the game, I'm like, man, Midgar is really just a little tiny part of this yeah. whole big thing that happened. Yeah. Right? Um, but that's the thing you had to read to figure I, it out. So, so, but I didn't feel, I didn't feel like I missed that, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really cool for people that hadn't played the game when they play the new games and it just expands on that universe. And so, yeah, I have you to know, say when you when, go from leaf, you go from leaf village to all the other villages to, you know, the different like kingdoms and areas of the ninja world, you know, to use Naruto. Naruto uh, reference people. Just let yeah. me know. <laughs> you start, you start small and then you start branching your way out. And um, I, I think that's a that's a great way to world build. But you don't. But you don't know that. Let's just stick with this. Game. I don't know that. I don't know that. But again, it's 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 so, it's to leave you. It's to leave them something cool to do later on. I think. But, just, I think just sticking to Midgar was awesome. I, I agree. But I mean, story wise, back to story. Okay. Begin, so, beginning, I, middle, I, end. Do you feel I, like that was achieved? Yeah, because the the different characters had um, arcs. Uh, Cloud starts off you know, kind of stoic, 
not giving a shit about anything. Money, money, money. Blah, he, blah, blah. he did have development. I agree with that. He, he, he developed. Um, but did the story? I mean, really? Like, I keep pushing you back into this corner because... Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Because the grandiose of the game, the, I get it. Dude. It's not even a third of the game. Yeah, right? exactly. But we're, we're, but we're talking about the, this game only. Right. So all, the, all this part of the story really did was just establish our heroes and get them to become a cohesive unit and mm-hmm. work together and then introduce the real bad guy which was Tevra. Um, mm-hmm. I got kind of frustrated when we got to Wall Market. Um, with, the, with the dancing? My, my question was as I was in the original game. Hey, wait, 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 wait up, wait up. Uh, something's wrong here. Is it your internet connection or I'm going to pause for our faces right now. Dude, I don't know how I did it before because I was able to move them. Um, because right now I have, I have it kind of smaller and then I have you right underneath my camera. So like I'm looking at your, like I'm, I'm looking at your face right now. Oh, oh, I just did that. I just did it. I just did it. I just figured it out. <laughs> that because I seen you like looking off to the side. Well, because I had it like this, and I couldn't remember. I, I couldn't remember how how we did the thing. I just I just now clicked on the thing. And I was able to move the screen, but I didn't know how to do that until just now. Oh, okay. Now I mean, now you're looking at me, but it looks like you're looking at the, at the at the camera. Yes, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm literally looking at the camera, but I'm looking at us right. together forever. Well, okay. I was breaking your point. Hey, this is more fluent now. I've no- just now noticed. But what was your point originally? Go back into you were talking about the story. You're talking about the Jesus Christ. I forgot where we were at. Um, that that really the the story was. Um, so my interpretation of the story, uh, as it stands right now. Okay, I'll go. You start out solo, and you're making friends, and you're learning about the world. You're learning about Shinra. Um, you become friends, and now you are all set some kind of common uh, goal. Uh, it feels like part of a bigger story. I mean, could it stand on its own? Could you end it right there and then say that's it? No, because Sephiroth is still out there. Um, Shinra is not defeated. You know, those the 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 guys are still running the, the company. Those whispers are still out there fucking around. You know, trying to maintain the the flow of time. And um, see, and that's something else. I mean, I, I wouldn't have known that those were additions. That's uh, keep it to where you where you're going because I, I, that was the biggest problem I had with the story. I was like, I was like, these whispers they introduced. I was like, if you had not played seven, this doesn't mean anything to you. In fact, it doesn't make sense. So right. you've never say you've never played seven at all. I what? had no idea what was going on. Yeah, what the fuck like, is the point of that? Why are they helping? Why are they hurting? Why are they stopping me? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? And, why is anything? Right. Um, I mean, it didn't make sense until forty-five hours later. When you, you know. read about it, no, there's no way you would know unless you read about it. There's nothing that in tells the game, you. They, in the game, they explained it. Um, they, no, they explain an but, aspect but of to it. To really, really understand it, yeah, I had to read outside of it. Well, it's pointless. Like, what's destiny have to do with this whole thing? And and I hope, I hope they've thought out fully no, they, why they added the whispers in there. And oh shit! Like, I got you. Don't worry. You know, I, I will. I, I will explain all of that in just a second. But okay. I want 
I want to stick to this whole story aspect of it because I personally didn't think the story was that good. And I've played seven to, to the, to, to the Zenith. And I've, I've played all of the final fantasy seven so, compilations. I play, there's a, there's a third, there's a, there's a game after this that no one has ever played. I feel. And I've played it. <laughs> let's say, let's say the original game had been released one disc at a time and you had just played the first disc. Okay. Would, would that story have been enough by itself? Okay. I have an answer for you that I just came up with literally just now. That's a good question. When you play the first disc, of course, it's not good enough. You need the second disc. It leads into the second disc. Mm -hmm. But they had 20 years. They had 20 years to come up with the story of the because you could end this first disc, like you said, Lord of the Rings style, where you feel like you watched a movie and there was a story and it ended. But Lord of the Rings, it didn't end. It, do it doesn't, but it does. It's, we're going to go on this adventure, we're going to drop this fucking ring in this goddamn cave. The fucking well, thing ends. It's the sense that I got from, from this game too. I mean, except they don't know what the objective is really. I mean... That is what I'm getting at. The, the, there's no the, clear the, objective. The, yeah. They don't have a clear objective in this. They, it's I get it what you're saying, but like what what the what makes a trilogy good or anything else is there's a there's an end point. The end point isn't clearly defined. It's just right. this fucking thing comes out of nowhere and they fucking fight it. And it's like, what is this? And then like the door is open and then you see Zach, which if you don't read the subtitles, you don't know it's Zach. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't played Seven or Crisis Core or anything, I had like remembered you guys talking about them. Yeah, but no, but like what I'm saying is, for like the guy who's never played Seven or Crisis Core or all the other Final Fantasy compilation parts, Zach comes out, and you're just like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, and it I, doesn't make sense. It does not make sense at all. I didn't have a. I well, actually, I was kind of. I don't know. Let me throw this out there. Correct me if I'm wrong. The sense that I got was that Aerith was in love with Zach. You're right. Okay. And Zach dies. Yeah. Well, so does he? Oh, I, fuck. You just saw the fucking I, video of him. When you played this game, does he die? I didn't see him die, but I'm assuming that he's gone because Aerith kind of like latches on the cloud. Yeah. She's, he's like the rebound. Re yeah, but I think because he's he's dressed the same, and maybe because he's even holding Zach's sword. Uh, yeah. Know. Well, yeah, but no. When she meets him, he's not. He doesn't have that sword, so it doesn't really matter. I don't know. Well, she, the flower that she gives him is for when lovers have been reunited. Yeah, but so she, she gives those flowers out to everybody, though. She'd be selling those flowers on the reg. She Gifted that flower to him. That's true. She fucking so is all in on him. him. She didn't charge him for it. So That's other true. customers, yeah, she'll sell them. And she's not she's not selling it to them. Hey, I'm reuniting with you. Hey, I'm reuniting. No, I'm selling you this so you can give it to somebody else as, you know, reunion with them. Okay. In this one, she she makes it a point to not charge him money. She wants to give it to him. So uh, because on the second playthrough, I picked a different the other the other option and it doesn't matter what you answer, she's giving you the damn flower. Um, so no, I got the sense that maybe not so much like rebound, but more like falling in love with him, maybe 
maybe she's looking at him like a reincarnation of Zach. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying because, like, you know, with your love, you know, you kind of want to find someone that's kind of like hitting all the levels, the check marks of what you like. And he was hitting all the soldier, you know, stoic. Actually, Zach and uh, Cloud are actually two different characters. Like, I mean, as in Cloud is really not like Zach at all. So for her to like him, it's kind of a. But but Aerith, Aerith doesn't strike me as that kind of uh, as a as a person. As a character, I think she's a lot more empathetic. She she takes care of the kids in the slums. Uh, she works, you know, at that orphanage. Um, she brings them flowers and stuff so they can decorate. Uh, I think she looks at Cloud more like as one of those kids from the orphanage. You, you know, know, I have to say, probably like, the same thing, probably the same connection she had with Zach, understanding that they're soldiers and that they've had to do things and that they've been traumatized and they need to be cared for in that similar way not to like looking at him as a kid but as somebody else that's been through a trauma alone and now another opportunity to help another one i feel you and i like where you're going with but i don't think that's what they're going for however give me a second hold on give me a second let me pause this shit real quick i don't even know what we're talking about i had to pause and take we're talking about uh Aerith. all right check it out here, I'm going to spoil the fuck out of some shit. Not for the rest of the game. So I'm, not, I'm just not going to do that. But you read about the Whispers, right? What are the Whispers? Uh, well, okay. Remember Rick and Morty? Yeah. The testicle guys? Yeah. You know, they, yeah. <laughs> they're even brown. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like raggedy looking. Um, yeah. Some kind of entities that exist outside the flow of time that go in to make sure that time doesn't get screwed with. Hmm. Now, I thought about it when I was, when I was playing the game. And then, have you used as, Assess on them? Uh, I want to say yes. I don't remember anything about it. Though. Well, if you, if you do Assess on, on the actual Arbiters of Destiny, the main bad guys, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. explains what they do. They're, like, talking about how they're trying to keep Destiny a certain way. This is why I had a big umbrage with the, with the story, because... This was meant for me or people who played the last game is because death, this monster and everything, they're trying to keep the game of Final Fantasy VII of 1997 the same. They're trying to keep that story the same. So things have changed. And the reason they did this is because they want to make, you know, two other games and the future is open. So me, the player who played that other game, I'm going to play this game. I, I don't know what to expect. And because there's certain aspects of this game, and see, once again, there's like parts of the game that like I know about, but you don't because you never played it. Well, to an extent, that happens, but that doesn't happen. So I'm expecting one thing, and then something else happens. And, well, you get, and the whispers are the ones who change it. They, they this, like Eris doesn't fucking fall here, and Barrett doesn't die, and that's what that's what that is. Right? Yeah. There's a there's a certain death. That I know about because oh, I watched yeah. uh, Advent Children. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, but, but you don't know that though. That, that's the thing. But you're right though. This kind of opens up the door to them changing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, you do yeah. defeat the Harbinger at the end of this. Exactly. And, and it I, kind of opens it up to where now you can do different things mm-hmm. in the other games. 
So it's a weird thing, though, because I think that's what Sephiroth's main goal was. Because in the original game, spoiler, he doesn't win. And, you know, so if you kill this thing that stops Destiny from going back the same, he's like, shit, now I can win. But right. at the same time, all this other shit happens. So it creates a whole avenue of things that can happen. So are you thinking that the fans of the original game might not get their similar story beats? They the won't. Second? No, of course not. No. Like, like that's never happened in the original game. None of this. This whole, the, at the very end, when you're fighting that Destiny thing, I was like, what right. the fuck is yeah. this? I was like, what is this? Like, I didn't understand what the fuck was happening. But then when you kill him and then all this light happens and Zach, Zach does something that doesn't happen in the original game. And I was like, wait a minute. Does that mean he's alive? I mean, because like, it's... Okay, Zach doesn't appear in the first disc. He appears in the second disc and you don't really find out until the third disc, which is an extra part. And um, this all changes everything. So it's supposed to go one direction and it goes another. And it's a big deal because Zach is like, you, you, the, the thing that made, I don't know if this is good, because the thing that made Final Fantasy VII good story-wise is it had tragedy. You know, tragedy is a thing that could have been prevented but doesn't happen. So Zach, he could have lived and he dies. It, shit, I didn't mean to spoil it. But I mean, things happen. Characters die. And that's the tragedy of it because it could have been averted. That's what made that story so good. Okay. And there's been always a longing in all the Final Fantasy fans. And that's why you have the that's why we all kept diving into this well of Final Fantasy. We kept trying to get into uh, we tried to we get we were looking for clues for something in which the bad things that happened didn't happen. It, with this whole new story, it seems like they 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 undid all that. So I don't know if that's good for you. You know, you know what I mean. For me, it's good. For me, it's like, oh man, this character's alive. Oh man, this guy lived. Oh man, this happened. But that's for me. I don't know about you. Yeah, I don't know because I mean, I'm trying to think because they did something similar in Star Trek, right? Yeah, with the, the, the 2000 comparison. But in that case, I have seen all the movies. You know, yeah. I've seen most of the TV shows. Um, but there's no tragedy there. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's, you know what I mean? Like with, with with Final Fantasy, there's there's things that are bad yeah, that actually happen. There, actually, there was, you know. Um, spoiler alert: If you never watched the Wrath of Khan, you know. But, but Star Trek Three. Uh, Star Trek Two. Yeah, no, but Star Trek Three, he comes back. Yeah, but to me, I mean, I can still watch that scene. I'm still like. You know, man up, uh, dude. Man up. Ag agree, <laughs> but the difference here in Final Fantasy, it never gets. And there is yeah, no Star Trek three. Star Trek two is Star Trek two. Yeah, you're right. So, what does this do for you? I mean, like, for me, it's go all gravy. Everything I want is happening. But for you, who's never felt that tragedy, well, think I mean, you're this. just along for the ride. Think about this too. I mean, I think it adds to the lore of the game. Um, to know that there's another story kind of layered underneath the one that I just played. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, it's the reason why, you know, I, I, do I dove into, like, after I watched, you know, all of the, the, the Lord of the Rings movies, started kind of, like, looking up wiki articles about all the different characters and stuff and just, like, taking a really deep dive. And then That's a deep dive. 
to finding out about all these other things that had happened thousands of years before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reasons for why you know Aragorn can be so old, you know, and that's because yeah, the first he's men of the of the tribe, yeah, long time, and he's yeah. you know he's one of the 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 descendants of uh, Numenor. Is, yeah, they they have so, some name for it, is yeah, or something. Yeah, all that shit existed before, mm-hmm. you know, and and so you know in the movie they're like, well, you know, how could Aragorn be a ranger if you know he really should have been born because he's like maybe forty? No, 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 forget about all that. There's a whole other layer of shit underneath what you guys just experienced in three movies, you know, and then you watch the other three and that adds a little bit more, but I, I think there's way more to be explored there. And it was fun to kind of go in and, and learn about this and learn about that. I think uh, so long as this story, you know, into the second and third parts or whatever uh, is, is strong and leaves enough of the original story to where it's still important you know, to know why that's there. Um, I, I think, I think that'd be okay. I, what would suck is if they completely threw out everything that happened in the original one and, and it became irrelevant, you know, and that's kind of why I appreciated uh, uh, Picard. You know, I know you, you ended up not did liking you, it a whole lot. Did you finish it? I didn't finish it. I didn't so finish. don't talk but, to me. But but when I start when I started watching it, I I like that you know what they took what happened in the first Abram movie, and you know they that universe kept going, you know that universe is still alive it's not dead, you know all those characters that that I that I grown up with, they're still a thing they still exist there's still a timeline where all that happened. Okay, but we but you you said something about Picard. Where are you going? Where the fuck? No, no, you're I'm, all over the place. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about in Final Fantasy. Okay, in Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay, okay. They don't completely throw away everything that happened in the original, you know, because the fans are really attached to it. They don't want to know. Oh, this this new game just totally undoes it all. Hmm. You know what I'm saying. Um, if it becomes like a parallel universe, but there's still some other universe that has import. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what though? It's it's fun that you, you you enjoy that though because I like I like it because of it's it's the it's what I wanted because like you know you you play the game and then it ends and you play the other games just be, in the vain attempt to see something different and it's it just keeps on going and you always thought that's life you know like that shit happens but you play this game and it gives you fucking that some different shit could happen. And that's a big deal for something so long that you forgot that you wanted something different. You got so used to it happening a certain way. And this game gives you hope. And that's, a, I, I, for me, it's good. I don't, you know, what I'm trying to get at is, what do you get out of this? I, like I said, I mean, I, I'm not going to get that feeling that you got out of it, but I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Okay. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the the banter, uh, especially the banter. I thought it was really good. Banter, huh? Banter, like the dialogue, the shit talking that was going on. Sometimes it was corny. Um, I think I like. I ended up liking Barrett more than um, more than I when I played the demo. I was yes, my Barrett. Yeah, I was like, oh god. And uh, I think I would have liked it more if I'd have played it all in Japanese. Um, mm. I, couldn't, I couldn't do it though because in the battles sometimes they say stuff to clue you into 
what you're supposed to do to beat this enemy. How about and, on hard? Do you play it like it? You should you can oh, switch you know what, it. I do that. Yeah, I change that. I didn't think about that until you just said that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, I'm going to do that right I, fucking now. <laughs> I liked it way more. Uh, I, I played the demo part in Japanese, but as I was fighting, uh, when I was fighting the boss at towards the end of the demo, I was like, you know, I, I kept missing what they were saying to each other and trying to keep track of, you know, the hit points and my MP. And then they said something and then the subtitles, by the time I noticed they said something that was actually important and I started reading the subtitles, they went away. And so I switched it back to English. But, um, but, but yeah, I, I they sound cooler in Japanese. Mm. Barrett sounds cooler in Japanese. He actually comes across the way they meant for him to come across. Yeah, because when it's in English, he sounds like an ignorant person. He sounds dumb. He mm. sounds dumb. It, like but, I said, ignorant. But in the in the Japanese one, he sounds like he's full of zeal. You know. He yeah, just, he, he has he, a lot of energy to him, as he, opposed he, to he's, an he's that ignorant in anime that you've seen before. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not you're not walking away from this. I mean, they make him sound like an ignorant person, <laughs> like. Some might say there's a word for this definition of ignorant. I'm not going to say it, but I mean, Let me ask you a lot of the things that he says in the game. In this game, did he say them in the? In, yes, in yes, the yes, 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 yes. It's okay. different though because it's in word form. So when he's like, and then the the word blurbs, it's kind of like, okay, I, it just works better with these kind of games. And I have to say, I mean. When it's voiced out, when you hear it in your head, I don't know, it kind of works better when you when you see it. But when you hear him say it, it's just like, <sighs> yeah, it could be the delivery, you know, it could be uh, no, no, bad direction. No, you can't make those lines sound good. You can't. Yeah, you can. Uh, I think somebody. It's how it's written. It just no, it just sounds really. I think English wise, it's not good. I think the delivery was just over the top. Uh, even if it was you know, well, like uh, how how would you he can, like he Samuel can, Jackson? He can explain. I I think he can explain. I I think they went to Sam Jackson on this. You know. No, I think that they didn't go Sam Jackson enough in the sense that you have a a Japanese dude writing a fucking like what he thinks Samuel Jackson would say. That's, if if he had Quentin Tarantino writing his line, I guarantee it would have sounded a lot better. Although the word "and" and word would have been more prevalent. That's why you can deliver it that way. It 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 had to have been different. Yeah, I agree. When when you hear in the Japanese, it does sound better. Yeah, instead of him being on a soapbox, Mm -hmm. he could have been describing it, you know, with deep emotion instead of outwards in your face, you know. Yeah. Simpson emotion. Yeah, it was pretty. It was it's it's pretty bad because he's one of the main characters, so it didn't come out well. I think they were trying to too. They were they were also trying to. Uh, juxtapose his frenetic energy with Cloud's calm energy. Yeah, I really do felt a bromance between those two. Well, they didn't have to do that. The the scene that I really liked was when they're going back down the elevator, or I'm sorry, going back up the elevator, and Barrett's still freaking out, and Cloud's just like... You mean after they blew up the macro reactor the first time? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Cloud's just like chilling, and then Barrett kind of like chills too. You know, he that energy kind of rubs off onto him, and I think that's the I, prediction they made. 
I like what you said, but I, I really do think it's one of those things where you're looking at a a blank painting and then you're coming up with stuff. But no, 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 no. I'm not saying that what you're saying is wrong. I don't think that they're capable of writing something like that. I just don't. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I like what you said and I agree I, with I, you. I think his first deliveries were wrong. I think uh, I think if they had maybe, you know, like screen tested it with people that had never played the game before, they probably would have gotten those notes. You know? I don't, I don't think they screen tested, though. That, that, yeah, I don't think so either. Hmm. Um, did you notice you cannot record or take screenshots in chapter 18, the last chapter of the game? Why? They blocked it out. I, you think, know they what's, were to, I think they were trying to keep it secret. You know what's weird? Well, let me think. Okay, give me a second. Let me. I didn't know that until just now. Give me a second. Let me eat on this. Check that's, your, check no, your chapter 18 trophy. That's pretty cool because if you think about it, they try to keep it secret. That's so stupid though. They there's so many computers. There's so many yeah, ways. Yeah, the internet has the internet. I took a picture of it with my phone, you know. I know, no, but like seriously, I could get an app and fucking record everything that I want. I, that's, yeah, but, that's cool. That's cool. But but the thing is if you didn't know, you were already in it. You know, by the time you realized I was like, oh shit, because there's so many cool scenes. I mean I was like hitting the share button, hitting the share button, hitting the share button. And then I looked and it was just, uh, it was a scene from chapter 17 that I, that I kept seeing in the previous screen. I'm like, that's not right. And when I went back to look at my captures, nothing. What was your favorite uh, cinematic thing? When Cloud shows up with a motorcycle. On the, on the second time? Uh, yeah, the second one, the one on his on his Daytona Hardy or whatever it's called. Seriously, what made you think that you liked that? What I mean, nothing. Why did you like that? What made me think that? But my brain made me think that. Not naturally. <laughs> Tell me what I like. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know, man. It was, it was like I kind of knew <sighs> shit salad. You know, Cloud's gonna show up and save the day. He doesn't just show up. He shows up with his freaking motorcycle. You know. All right. Pause there. <laughs> what you just said. What is awesome about that is because your point of view, because when 19, flashback to 1997, when that happened, when he, when he comes with this motorcycle, it really is just him on a motorcycle and he has a different kind of sword. It's kind of like a squarish kind of sword and he's dragging it. It was mind fucking blowing. I was like, oh my God. And okay, fast forward to now when they did that scene, I was like, this seems pretty fucking cool. You saying the words that you just said out of your fucking mouth. I'm like, wow, they must have really did it. Like, like they captured what what I felt in 1997 in, in, in you. They did that to you. Like, that's beautiful. When 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 he came out, I texted you guys as it was happening. I meant I know. Fucking shit just happened right now. I, I don't know. know what it was. I, know. I didn't know what it what was different or the same. I was I was enjoying it. I was just like, oh, this is fucking awesome. It's so fucking cool. You know, dragging his sword and fucking dudes up. I know. What's cool about that is because in '97, that's how I fucking felt. Nice. And they like okay. So when it happened again, I was like, this seems really good. I really enjoy it. But I wonder if they're recreating that that vigor that energy that they did in nice I mean I, I was <laughs> you are literally proving their point. Do you understand? 
When yeah. you said just now, I just let you just go on about that shit. You did exactly what I did in 97. It like it's like that's cool. And I was expect I was expecting it, not him on his motorcycle. Um I mean I was expecting like, you know, the hero drops in at the last minute. Yeah. Um do you remember when Shikamaru was fighting those ninjas? Which ones? Come on, man. Uh, he's holding them all with the shadows, and then he's like losing strength, and then like they're about to jump on him, and then Asuma shows up with his with his blade knuckles, and just kicks the shit out of everybody. And Shippuden? And sh- and no, not Shippuden. No, because it wasn't Shippuden. Um, I think, I think it's when they were trying to, they were trying to catch Sasuke. And everybody no, because no, Shigamaru, when they're finding this uh, sound ninjas, he's only stopping the one ninja. And he fights the. Oh, spider you're right, right. No, no, no. It was. Uh, I think it was. I think it was when Orochimaru comes to attack the town. Then. I don't know. I, I, I don't remember exactly where it's at. You know, I could find it. I bet you we could YouTube it. No, you, he's, you, he's you, holding. He's he's holding dudes with the shadows, and then like he's about to give up. And then Asuma shows up and kicks the shit out of everybody. Fuck, I don't remember that part because it's a minuscule. Because well, like he drops, he drops down behind him, and you're like, "Oh shit, is this another bad guy?" And then you see his face, and he's like smiling, and then he's puffing on his cigarette, and you're like, "Oh shit, that's Asuma." Because the dude's all that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, you know what? It's awesome that you remember those little things. But uh, when Ochimaru with the sound in before the sound ninjas, and he's taking over that town. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I, you could be right. I'm, I'm no. probably wrong about where and which battle or whatever. No, I know, I know, I know. It's it's cool that you remember that kind of stuff. Yeah, just the well, it's because that's a story thing, though, right? It, yeah, you, you expected it. Yeah, you know? I didn't expect it so much there in Naruto, but at, 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 by this point, 37 years old, you know, watching movies and shit. Yeah, I was yeah. expecting you know the hero to show up and save the day, and then not only does he show up, he shows up on this badass fucking motorcycle. You know what's cool you is know? because like I expect because I remember the other game, and I was like, well, this shit ends with them on a motorcycle, and when he comes out and he starts fucking people up with the motorcycle, I was like, this scene is really good. This is well done. It's better. It's better than the one in '97. Right. But I wonder if it gives people that feeling because it doesn't give me that feeling. I yeah. thought it was I thought it was good, but the fact that the way you were talking about it so so vividly, so yeah, I was energetic. Yeah, no, no. But like what I'm saying is, they recreated that moment. They literally did what they did in '97 today, and I'm blown away by that. Like I wanted this. I wanted this. This right here, I wanted because you had an aspect of. A reality that I don't possess because I played seven. Right. Not not only have I played seven, I've gone deep, fucking masturbated to this game. If if anything, you know what I mean? Not really, but I, you know what I mean. I'm I'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm deep into this game. I mean, I play fucking Dirge of Service. I played fucking Crisis Core. I'm I'm deep in it. Tactics, you know. Well, then, and then to hear you say those words, I'm like, they did it. They let, did me it. Ask you about, let me ask you about another scene, though, because this one didn't land with me the way that I read that it landed with others. When Cloud falls through the church and sees Aerith again. Okay. I read, oh, that iconic scene, you know, that everybody remembers. And to me, it was 
I was like, oh, phew, Aerith again. Okay. You know what? That's because you're a human being. I think a lot of people out there are just robots. Honestly, when that scene happens, when he, when she, when he falls down, I didn't care. I didn't fucking care. I didn't give two shits. And I then was, like, I didn't get back to the guy. I didn't get back to my team. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really care. I, I really didn't care. Like when you play this game, do you really care about Aerith? Wait, wait, wait. Let me, oh, okay, let me back it up. Do you care about Aerith at all until like later on when she becomes a character? It's just like she's a chick, right? Because you think she, he's only in, in a Tifa. You want this Tifa relationship to grow, right? Well, the Jesse thing going on too. No, no, no. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Minus Jesse, if anything, you're thinking because Jesse wasn't a big deal in the original seven. Okay. But, but Tifa, you're like, I want this to happen. Right, and then when he falls and this Aerith thing happens, you don't really give a fuck, do you? Do you? I'm asking you. I I didn't feel. I felt annoyed. I was like, "Damn it, man! I'm not with the Cause team you're, anymore." Because you're trying to get back to what you were at, yes. right? And you've built so much up to this point, and but like, okay, this is where the game doesn't pay you off, and it pays me off. Aerith is a big fucking deal yep. to this guy. But you don't know that. But the way she comes off is a little bit stronger than she did in 7 because of the whisper scenario. Right. And it's it's I don't know, it's like coming home. I don't know what, I know I explain it. Yeah. When the way she reacts, it's like, wow, you know, I really want this to work because it's unrequited love. It's it's the strongest love. It's the love that could have been that did it. And when, when the way she reacts to him and the way she talks to him, it, it's not the same in the original game. So you're just like, what? It's like we're picking up where we left off. And it, it, it felt like she knew more about... Yeah. It felt like she knew more about... What's I don't good? know. Yeah, it just felt like she knew more love for me than I did for her. You know, like... But like it's it's weird because I'm playing a game a remake and I'm like Cloud doesn't know her but she's like loving on him and I'm like yeah keep going let's go forward keep going more and um, that's cool because it feels like okay at the very end of it I have a theory that from playing this game I I think she remembers the previous timeline I I'm wondering that too and. It, if that's the case, shit gets weird. And I don't know if they have the writing chops for this. The guy who's writing the story for this, I don't think he has the skills to write the story that he's doing. Because here you have a character who remembers loving a guy who doesn't get to love this guy. And they're in love. And then the other guy that she loved is alive. Zach. So how, how do you write that? I mean, a, a good writer can do that, but the writers that are writing the story, I'm sorry, bro, they're not that good. I um, I was I was playing the 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 chapter where you fall through the church. Yes. And a lot of the things that she says, I got the I can't I, I'm trying so hard to think of a specific quote, but yes, I get the sense that she knows more you know, than, than what she leads on in terms of the bigger picture. I agree. 
Um, it, it felt it felt like she was me in the game, like as in, like because I have four knowledge. I have I yes, I, you know. Yeah. It felt like she was there, and she's like completing this. Like she's saying the things that I wanted her to say, and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, kind of like a Doctor like Manhattan, kind of like a Doctor Manhattan thing where he kind of already knows everything. And he's kind of just going through the numbers. I, I hear you, but there's a difference, though. Aerith is an awesome character. And you really will, like, I don't know. I was in my teenage years. I mean, Cloud is my character in this game. Because you play him, like, throughout. And he gets with this chick. And there's all these other chicks he gets with, whatever. But, like, there's the one that got away. And that's, like, a thing that resonates with you for all time. And all human beings, all males, all males, not women, males feel where there's the woman who got away and you're like you always think about it shit like that and then like she's saying these things that are like yeah what what and like and like you feel like you're getting that chance and it doesn't make sense because you think this is just a remake because in my head i thought this was a remake of disc one this is no remake this is a sequel to final fantasy 7 what if you get a choice exactly but like, there ain't no fucking way that you make a choice. Oh, I want Eric to not be with the cloud. But whatever. What I'm saying is, I don't. The way they wrote the story, if you if you make Zach alive, it's they don't have the the writing capability to have Cloud with Eric, and also there's a Tifa and there's a fucking Zach. You know what I mean? There's like, there's a, Final it's, Fantasy VII spoiler. Like no, well, fuck that game. Fuck that movie. I mean, with the <laughs> everyone knows she was team fucking Edward. But right. what I'm saying is, at the very fucking end, where like Final Fantasy VII spoiler, there's Cloud and Tifa, and Tifa finds out that Cloud it's really all about Eric, you know. And it's kind of like, uh, you know, it just sucks for everybody. Everybody, Cloud doesn't get with and Cloud doesn't get with Eric. Tifa knows that Eric. Cloud wants Aerith, and then Cloud ends up with Tifa, but it's not like I don't know. If I'm if I'm ninety nine percent loved and I know there's a hundred percent loved out there, I don't know, that's an ego thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's it's very complicated. And only a JJ Abrams can write that. Well, I mean JJ would write himself into a hole sometimes, into a corner where he mystery box. Yeah. And hopefully, yeah. yeah, hopefully he doesn't hopefully they don't do that. But, like, I don't feel like the, these writers are at this level. So, the, the, the way they wrote the story, I don't think they're at that level. They can't connect the story in that way. They can't. They just know this. The, the writer of the story, I wrote this down. Give me a second. His name is Tetsuya Noruma. He makes uh, Kingdom Hearts and a lot of other Final Fantasy games. He's big shit. But if you've ever played his game, story-wise, it's convoluted and it's not well written. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to get at in this. In this, while we were doing the story uh, part of my review or our review, I was trying to get us to the point where I was like, the story isn't well written; it just isn't. I I mean, I wasn't. I I usually don't expect, you know, big time stories from 
action games, I guess. Really? You but, played The Witcher, right? But yeah, but lately they've been pretty damn good, you know. But I, I, I could I, I think of that as like, you know, like way up here. I didn't I wasn't expecting that good of a story from Witcher. Um Red Dead Redemption, one and tip. Okay. Know? Okay. Um, awesome stories. But then there's games that you know, you play and it's not so much for the story, but just great action, you know, funny and, and engaging characters or whatever. But but the story has to be convoluted. Why? Because you have to have an excuse to go fight this or you have to have an excuse to go fight that, you know. Um, here, this game kind of had its like peaks and valleys action wise. Um, but a lot of times it felt like an excuse to go out and, and have some action. And I'm okay with that. Uh I don't know. I didn't feel this way or that way about the story. I I was excited throughout the game to go back and keep playing the game, and and to not have to to think about things too much. Just kind of like let it happen. Like I said, like a dream. You know, shit didn't have to make sense, but damn, it was good. The well, uh, only annoying part for me was Wall Market. I, I don't know. I was just, I was there and I'm like, we're still in this fucking place. All right. Um, hmm. Name, name a game that you like uh, story-wise. Let's go. Red Dead 1. Okay. With that being said, does that game match up story-wise with this game? What do you mean? Like, Story-wise, like, like do they have the same beats, or is it the no, no, same no. level story-wise? Beginning, middle, end. Beginning, middle, end. Red Dead Redemption One. Beginning, middle, end with this game. Now I know that there may be two or three, but they created this game as a one-off. If they can make more, they will. But let's go, let's go. They created this game. No, Red Dead from, Redemption One is the complete game with the complete story. Because they have a sequel. That works yeah, into the sequel, it. The sequel was added on after the fact. I don't think. No, they... I agree. But they were able to add it on after this game. So they made a complete game. Boom. And they made part two. Boom. This game. Forget all the other games. They got this game. Does it compare against that game? Well, story-wise, no. I mean, it's not. We're not getting a complete story. Exactly. With, with the remake. All right, um, all right, all right. And, and and I, I don't know that they could have made a story that would have felt standalone without hinting at what's going to happen, you know, in the other game. They had twenty fucking years. You think they couldn't? I don't. Well, I mean, twenty years. But why would they want to close the door on themselves? They don't want to close the door. They have. You have a Red Dead. They have Red Dead. The, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Don't right. they? Yes or no? Yes. So they could close the door. <laughs> and then you have Red Dead Redemption 2. And is that not a sequel to that game? Is that not a story sequel? Is that not a better game? Red Dead Redemption 2 is not John Marston's story, though. No, I know, but they but made a sequel. It's Oregon story. So it's really... Red Dead Redemption 2 could have been by itself. Exactly. It didn't need to be connected to the other one. It um, doesn't. It doesn't, but it does. But but this but Final Fantasy VII Remake has to have 
part of the DNA of the other games in it. I mean, it no, 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 no. You have twenty fucking years. You can create a game that begins and ends. Well, how would you? How would you have ended remake then? Well, actually, I have to say, I mean, the way they re- the way they ended it was pretty cool with the whole Destiny thing, but I would have layered Destiny in there as a villain. Of, of sorts, because when when Destiny comes out, when you fight this fucking huge thing, and, and believe it or not, this is a give me a second, Tetsuya Noroma, that's a thing he does. He just inserts these fucking huge-ass battles. He's such a good director and character designer, because I play Kingdom Hearts quite a bit, but it's fucking vague what's going on. And he creates this, this, this um, MacGuffin of destiny and it works for me because i get it i kill this thing and destiny opens and i have a new avenue Aerith could live that kind of thing and that's a big deal in my world so i think that if they had peppered it more and explained it more instead of side quests like find the cat or find the bear or find this thing side quests leading to the what destiny is because you can do every side quest all of them and it has nothing to do with the main story. But if you if you do enough side quests, like, okay, if you created a, a scenario where all the side quests explain what destiny is, and that Sephiroth created an avenue of destiny that if you kill us, you know what I mean? You, you see what I'm saying? I think I think they're going to have to do that in the next game. Of, co- uh, of course. Cool. But I'm not talking about that game. You're right, you're right. this game. Cool. Would have been cool to know what is the reason for the change exactly why is the timeline changing did yeah find yeah. a way to change the timeline yeah you know, and now the, the whispers are here to try and straighten it back out that's what you want better they didn't have to explain how sephiroth changed it they could have explained this the the fact that there's a thing that can change destiny it it, it really is just ham fisted in your face that that, that 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 there's this thing, this entity that keeps destiny going. Now here's and, the problem. Here's the problem. Is Sephiroth alive after seven? Well, I'm not gonna tell you because that will spoil it. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, okay. Final Fantasy uh, Advent Children comes out, and you know that thing that happens. You know, there's Advent Children and there's Dirge of Service. What if what if Cloud is the one? That creates the change in the timeline. They didn't create a love story that strong. You know what I mean? They didn't create a love story in which Cloud yeah, wanted. No, 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 no. If you, no. if you are Cloud and you, yes, you are, I agree. You're wishing, you're wishing I agree. You have I agree. To change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you end up being the villain at the end of this whole thing. Ever, as God is my witness, I hope that's that's true because that would, that, be awesome. that would make it worthwhile. But it would be awesome. But, because it goes, it goes Final Fantasy VII, uh, and then you well actually in reality it's Advent Children or no? No, it's Crisis Core Final yeah. Fantasy VII, uh, the movie whatever the what do they call the movie? Advent Children. Oh, Advent Children. What did they call? <laughs> Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children, and then they have Dirge's Servant, and which is like everyone ignores that one, but. There's nothing in there that says Cloud is so much in love with her, other than Final Fantasy VII, the game. 
what if it's just a really old cloud and he's like damn i wish i could have you know done this one thing differently i know i i agree with you though it would be nice if they went that direction but they didn't in this game in this game they kind of vaguely did it and i have to say this Tatsuya guy who makes these uh, Final Fantasy. When he made Kingdom Hearts and he made Final Fantasy, he does this thing where he has these these grandiose stories, and but he doesn't fill in the blanks. So like people play Kingdom Hearts. There's one, two, and three, but there's a bunch of Kingdom Hearts in between that try to develop the story, and um, nobody gives a fuck. That's why. You and I are not talking about Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2 are awesome games. You and me, exactly. You and me are not talking about Kingdom Hearts 3. The reason why is because this guy isn't that good. He is not good at storytelling. But, okay, you know what? I'm diverging from my overall aspect of this game. Let's finish. We're at the story. Wait, uh, one more thing. What do you think of the characters? Uh, the, uh, the main ones had growth, but you know what, thinking about it, talking about it, the one that I didn't really see grow was Aerith. What? And how does she change? Yeah, I agree. Well, because she's actually not a character. She's a plot device. Yes. Because she is a plot device in the sense that she remembers the past game. Which is not told to us, and she she changes. You know what? No, 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 no. She changes because see, it doesn't work for you. See, they fucked you, and that's what makes me mad. She made this game for me. It she she changes because she's not the character she was before. She's the character she is now, and so she's like, uh, shit. I'll tell. I don't want this to happen. So, so yeah, that's why, that's why I, I, I don't mind it because there's more to dig for there, you know, I, I, I guess, I guess there's two camps then, right? There's people that like watch a movie and want everything to be in there and self-contained. And then there's people that enjoy taking a deeper dive after they watch the movie to kind of like, you know, uh, savor it and, 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 and get right. Um, I don't mind it in this case, you know? To me, now that I'm playing through it again, I kind of get to see it through this other filter now. And it's going to add more enjoyment to my to my second and maybe even third playthroughs. You know, not just being all leveled up and badass and just like, you know, plowing through enemies. That's what I'm playing for. Uh, I, that's what I thought I was playing for too. But when I did run into Aerith again and and started seeing some of their interactions after reading what I had already read. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. And then you talking about, you know, her not being the person that, her not having to change, really, because she is who she was at the end of whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I find that interesting. I think it's just interesting. But yeah, there's more layers to you. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I guess, okay. For me, for me, it's, I played seven and they made this game for me because I played seven and then it's a different era for you. Who's not a normal human being is it's what is the story? What is all this? Why is she acting like this timelines? And then you dig deeper. 
But then there's the average Joe. Average Joe, does he get this game? Does he does he dig deep? Average Joe does not dig deep. They didn't make this game for the average Joe. They made it for ha, I guess that makes sense. They made it for you. They made it for me. Yeah, but I think Average I Joe think, is not looking in to why whispers or whispers. Yeah, but I mean uh I think that's a I think that bodes well for the game then. Because if if people are kind of picking it up and enjoying the action, and if they buy enough of it, we'll get our second and third games. Well, natural. You know what? Hold on. Hold on that thought. I gotta pee real quick. Let me pee. Is that cool? Got some good peeing. All right. So, where do we leave off? We're on the story. We're talking about the oh character development. Good. Yeah, it was pretty good. You're right, Aerith. I guess didn't develop, but she did because she's coming from a point of view of I've lived these events. What do I do to make them better? It. I don't. I didn't get that sense. I got a sense of. I think she's kind of. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You know, I kind of got a sense of. Uh, Futility from her. Hmm. What do you mean? Like, there was, there's a few interactions where I just got the feeling where she was almost like, "What's the point?" Really? Yeah. Um, not in a bad way. Obviously, somebody that's happy to be alive and having interactions with people, but at the same time. It was like she was going to bring up something, and then she was like, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Just keep <laughs> yeah. going. All right. You know, what's the point of talking about it? It's going to happen. Mm. You know, I could tell you all about it. It's not going to change it. All right. Well, uh, let's see here. Story. Barrett, Barrett, Barrett develops. Um, yeah. Oh, yes, he does. You know. I, Is I, he a good I, father? I really, I, I like Barrett's character a lot. I was thinking uh, I was thinking. Is, of he, Is he a good father? We, we could get we could get like I don't think so you know what's she, funny is she stays this is at like, their hidden base this is, a, this is a common thing in Final Fantasies if you played all the Final Fantasies it's like the dad is a piece of shit dude like 7 he's a piece of shit and 8 he's a piece of shit it's like Squall and his dad Laguna and then 10 he's a piece of shit he becomes the devil himself I mean like Final Fantasy's theme is dads are pieces of shit that's the thing but yet the son loves them well I mean it's him and Marlene right no I know but like (laughs) what yeah I don't know I mean I, I it, oh, you're a dad. You're you you ever Nava dad. He makes some irresponsible choices. Exactly. No, like it's funny because that's a common theme in Final Fantasy. Do you know what Final Fantasy is? Like Final Fantasy, the name because they keep coming up with numbers. Do you understand what that is? What is it? Okay, so oh, I, sh- I feel like I've said this before in one of these podcasts. 
but it's, oh, the whisper's gonna show up and try to you know keep you stop from me oh <laughs> shit oh no 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 so the the the, the makers of, of final fantasy squaresoft at the time not square enix squaresoft they were doomed they were gonna lose it all they were making games it didn't work and they didn't know what to do but they had a fantasy thing and they called it the final fantasy because uh-huh. Because that was it. That was their final gambit. That was it. And they made a million bajillion dollars. And they just kept going after that. Right. But okay. So I need to write this number down here. Give me a second here. Let me, let me, let me, give me a second. Sorry. Visuals. Uh, differences. Uh, what did you think about that whole dancing thing that Cloud did for, for to become a... To what, I, I hated that. I, I, I didn't think it fit with his character. It did it. When did he, as a soldier, did he get dance training too, or what? They remedy that in Final Fantasy VIII. They literally create a cloud-like character and then make it do that. But I have to say, in Final Fantasy VII, there's never a point where he dances. So when he starts dancing, I was angry. I, yeah, thought, I, I thought they did that for Woke. What did you think? No, I don't think they did it for that. I think they, I, I think they were just trying to, to be cute or funny, yeah. at the yeah. expense of your main hero. Yeah, I guess you don't do yeah. that to the hero character. You should have done that to another side character. Would you massage scene? I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, the, the way that she like, <laughs> I, th- I thought it was funny. Um, that was okay because again. Cloud left when he was pretty young, you know. Yeah. I don't know, you know. Is this is this like Kurt Russell's soldier? You know, his yeah. first time, you know, feeling that kind of thing with his hand only, his hand, because she's a hand massagist, not a dick massagist. You know what? Uh, you're married. I am single, so. Uh, I think if you came and touched me on the forehead right now, I might come. <laughs> you know what, though? I had to say, though. Oh, no, no, no. You're, 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 you're different because you're older. You know, you, you yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's different. But when you're younger, I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? I mean, when you're real young, uh, getting touched by another female, it's, it's a big deal. And it's it's funny that they they put that scene, but I mean, there should have been way more white shit all over her face. She should have been drenched, dude. She should have been walking out there. You know what I liked about her though, in particular, is that the character design of her. I, I've never seen that kind of design. The way her eyes kind of slope over, it's like I I don't know how to explain it, but I was like, she looks different from what's character designs in anime creation so i thought that was pretty cool i thought she had a cool design yeah you know what i mean like it's not like i'm like oh my god hand massage lady you know but like i mean when i looked at her i was like huh she looks different from the most and in the fact that she screamed when she was like ah i fucking hate this i was like she's a different character and i thought I, i i applaud them for creating such a design because it 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 was different it was different and i like different and it wasn't different bad it was different good and i thought it was good 
All right, let's go. Let's go. There's a there's a thing that I'm doing here. So story from one to ten, ten being the best. What do we got? Story. Yeah, story. It was fun. It was entertaining. Remember, if you give it a ten, no, people gonna are gonna, you, you know what I mean? No, I'm like, not gonna give it a ten. Can't, okay, can't give it a ten. Exactly. Um, exactly. It was story. Anything ten is like, you know, life altering, you know? life changing. Exactly. Okay. No, no, okay. no. Red We're Dead, all on Red the same Redemption? page. I mean, anytime anybody asks me for like a possible ten, Red Dead Redemption. It was. Just, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. All right, go. I was just. Give me, give me ten. I mean, give me one through ten. Story. What was Final Fantasy Seven? Seven. Seven. I feel you on that, dude. I felt seven on that, and I feel fun, you, fun, but uh, a little meandering. I, I think I'm probably taking the most points off only because of Wall Market. You know, I was in it, and I was just like, "Is this like a DLC that came out after seven, um, or like a side?" Story? It could have been, right? It it's it, it, it felt like it's so much. I was just like, "Is this is what is this?" You know, and you spend so much fucking time there. And you know what's funny is that you don't. It's the fact that you felt that you felt that. And I have to say, I didn't feel like we spent that much time in Walmart. But the fact that you said that, I give it validity. Because, I mean, I, I, to me, every part of the game was the same. And even the story, I was like, it's all the same to me. The fact that you said that, I love it because it's like, it's an out, outsider's aspect of this game because all of the game was the same to me. So the fact that you you shot on Wall City and I didn't like that one cloud part with the dancing. I really didn't like that. That's where I give it up. I I like your seven. Let's just say. I I like, like self-deprecating humor. You know. Sometimes humor at the expense of the hero, but to endear you to the hero, not, not, not that. It was okay. It was it wasn't. Uh, but kudo points. Uh, um, freaking Hell House. Yeah, um, yeah that was like when that, shit got real. That's when like shit got I real. It more than I should have, because the house comes out and it's like it, I liked it because it's part of the joke. It was like. You know, we're going to fight people. Oh, but there's no limit on the number of people that can that you would have to fight against. Oh, they can use dogs. Oh, they can use machines. What the fuck? And then a uh, house. You're like, okay, you know. Then the house transformed, and I'm like, oh, shit. This is fucking crazy. What I liked about that was, other than other than the house, in the, vid, in the original game, you would fight the house, and it would be a big deal. You're like, what the fuck? A house? And it was hard. And it would be naturally, you would fight the house you would fight the house like 30 times you know if you if you got lost you would fight the house oh, shit. <laughs> but in in this game they didn't so you didn't fight the house randomly so you fought the house just in the in, in this um arena and when i fought the house i was like oh shit hell house right and then when i fought him i was like god damn this shit is hard and i have to say after rude rude the uh, black guy yeah. After I fought him, I'm like, damn, this game is hard. Because up to that point, this game was easy. But yeah. when I fought Rude, shit got hard. Then when I fought Hell House, 
that was rough. That was a hard battle. It was a hard battle. It was a I, long battle. I fought it, it was, twice. It was. It was. I fought it twice. Uh, I got on the second one. I fought it for more than an hour. And anytime I, I, you fight I, I, something I, more than 15 minutes, you know, an hour? Yeah. One guy? And I think about the games that I play. Play Ace Combat. When the fuck do you play Ace Combat for an hour, one guy? You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, it's uh-huh. unheard of. No, no, no. Tekken. <laughs> play Tekken. No. Who's the guy you play for an hour? No, like that, any, that... any fucking game on earth you find that plays longer than an hour? A battle. A battle. A fight. Really? Hell House. Exactly. Give me a second. So you said seven, right? Yeah. I give how huh, it's weird. You rated it lower than I thought you would. I thought you would go higher and I love you. No, well, I, I, I I give it an eight because this was, this was I, I really more, do for me for me it's an eight. This was more like you know, if I, if I'm thinking about films, you know, like film versus I agree. Action movie. I agree. You, know, you watch an action movie, it could be fun. It could be, you know, like I agree. I agree. And everything. I agree. But you know, yeah, you can't really get super, you know, analytical with it. You know, there's 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 not all the traditional good story elements in there. Um, but just enough. I mean, it was enough. Okay. Call it a <clears throat> Let's go over uh, visuals. How did it look? Oh shit, man. It looked good or Okay, so you're of 2020. This is the year 2020, COVID, all that. <sighs> Visuals. I don't know, I don't know if, if you – in Final Fantasy X. Okay. Um, Which I hope they remake. And there's always this scene that I remember where Titus and the girl – was it Yuna? What's her yeah. Name? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a nighttime scene, and they, they walk out to this pond. Okay. And there's all these different lights and stuff, and it was okay. FMV, okay. The it's when they fuck. Okay, I, I got you. I just, I, I just remember, you know, playing that scene, and then my uncles being around and being like, "That's a video game," you know. It looked amazing, and it was, but it was a FMV, right? Then it cut back. Of course, of course. It was. It looked, the game still looked good, but that FMV scene, it like blew your mind. As I was playing this game there was constantly scenes where I was just like, this is fucking awesome. This is the same level of like, wow, this is great to look at as in that FMV. Now I'm not saying details and textures, right? Because I mean, personally, I would prefer like Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, shit, even The Witcher. We're talking visuals though. Like honestly, you don't, I don't, I'm going to smack you in the I'm, face for I'm, thinking okay. that Red Dead Dawn was just as good as Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy prides itself on art. It, it, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing here. I, what I'm saying is, is that the, the way that the visuals were presented and, 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 and how good that they looked in HDR, um, yeah, I would rate that 10 out of 10. I mean, I can't, I can't think of you know, much that looks better but I put it right up there with when I first saw Horizon, when I first saw Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, it is the cutting edge of how a game can look. Um, I don't know if they can make them look much better on the floor. Pro. What, you what are you getting at? 
I'm getting at that I really like the visuals. I thought the no 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 no. This you talking the, about the visual? You talking about the the design part of the, the visual? Or the look, the, the look of the the look of the game. When you oh, say that, when you say Redemption, Redemption is it doesn't look anywhere near Final Fantasy VIII, nine, seven. Uh. Well, okay, so Red Dead Redemption looks more true to life, like you're out there in a forest. Okay. But this one, this is this is putting you in that world, though. Final Fantasy VII Remake puts you in the world of Midgar. I, okay. Okay. I felt like I was somewhere that I've never been before. Okay. You know, but but not in a way where I was like I'm obviously looking at something fake. No, this was another environment. Um, down to the people that are the NPCs that are kind of just standing around reacting to what just happened. You know? Okay. And maybe even saying something to you. Okay. Um, I I. I thought the visuals were excellent. I mean, it, it... In comparison to Red Dead Redemption? Well, because, okay, are you talking graphics? Visuals, meaning how does it look? The game I it itself. Awesome. I thought it looked awesome. There were so many scenes where I was just like hitting the share button, dude. Just like wanted to capture these moments and save them. So, all right, how about the character design? Uh, I thought character design was really good. I really liked the take on Tifa over what they did in Advent Children. Okay. Um, I was looking at them side by side. Tifa's face just looked like kind of stretched out to the sides. And this one, they, they narrowed her out. Uh, it felt like I was playing Advent Children, which was cool. I mean, okay. that, I thought that, I thought that was, you know, fun. What are your pencils? No, no, I was trying to make it look like rubber. Like it's rubber? Yeah. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So how so overall, one to ten, how did it look? See, it's just you're asking a big question there though, dude. It's, whoa, 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 whoa. It like it looked ten like ten is perfect. It looked like art. one is bad. It for my personal taste and my enjoyment of looking at scenes and just like being like it, like back, what I mean by visuals is like the cinematic scenes, the cinematic scenes, the panning ambiance of it all you know the, what the, do you think if you had to rate it one through ten that'd be in the best 10 out of 10 you gave it 10 out of 10 perfect 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 10 is perfect i would give it a 10 out of 10 there was a lot of scenes where it was the fmvs and it just went straight back into the game and it was it felt silly. yes yes i agree you know? like it looks real like like when you went from like for instance when you fought um not rude but the other guy reno um it went from cg or oh, not cg uh it went from gameplay to fmv it, yes it worked it went whoop, and then boom yeah. they fought um there was there was a lot of variety so you had, you know, that steampunk, you know, inner city stuff. Then you had like the, you didn't have any like countryside rolling vistas or anything like that, but you had like deserty, sandy areas. You had junkyards, you had neighborhoods, um, you had dates. Oh shit, man. You play the first chapter and a half in nighttime. And then when he first walks out of his apartment, you know, uh, into sector seven and he opens the door and the light kind of floods in and then like your eyes adjust what's really the camera adjusting right they're, they're playing with the lights your eyes adjust and then you start to see the details and the rooftops of the of the town in front of you i thought that was that was super well done because up until then i thought man this is a this is an amazing looking game and then they do that 
and you're just like taken again. Um, it's almost like in uh, First Man. Uh, have you seen that one? Yes. So they do this thing where they do the whole landing on the moon in, uh, in, in widescreen. Uh, they don't go to IMAX until they come out of the lunar lander. And then as they pass through the, the, the porthole for the lunar lander, the, the, um, the hatch, as they pass through the hatch, then the camera expands into the full IMAX ratio and color fidelity and, 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 uh, and uh, definition. So you get this jump from, you get this experience of like, wow, just your vision opening up. Yes. Um, I thought they did that really good in that one That's scene. good artistic design that doesn't exist in Final Fantasy VII. I got that sense when, when he walks out of his apartment the first time. I also, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, because it was all in light. And then all of a sudden, I'm sorry, it was all in dark. And then all of a sudden, it's all in light. Um, kind of like when Dorothy comes out of, uh, comes out of her house. And then know, there's color, color. Yeah. You know, um, that was like, okay, we took the visuals, the badass visuals that you saw in the first chapter and a half. And now we're, boom, we're throwing in all the, all the lighting effects to it too. I have to give you that to because I, I just don't have that perspective that you do. And, uh, although you give it a 10, I give it an eight. I have to give it an eight. Why are you, why are you pulling it down from, why are you pulling down an eight? Well, an eight because the things that you're mentioning is something that you witnessed, that you seen, that you were surprised by, that you that you noticed. Uh, as I'm watching it, visual wise, I'm thinking, uh, like it's just things that are happening. Uh, I never once I was like, you know, when when you said um, first band. Right? You, you mentioned that movie, right? First Man, yeah. When you see that in 4K and you see when they get to the moon and shit like that, it is a level of oh, shit. Shit just happened. Never once did I feel that in Final Fantasy VII. Although I did love the game and I was enjoying it the whole time. There was never a time where I was like oh. and like I played the original, so it wasn't like, say, Tifa or not Tifa. Aerith is like, I'm going to be immortal for the rest on. <laughs> it wasn't a thing where I was like, <gasps> there, were, you know? there were scenes where they were trying to do that, where they would stop and be like, oh look, the view, you know, oh we'll never see this again or whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah, those didn't strike me as much. They looked pretty. I think it was just color. To give it a ten, like because you gave the story a seven, I just don't understand where you're getting this whole visual is going to be ten. I've never hit the share button so many times on a game. I've never okay. wanted to see okay. so All many right. scenes that All I, that right. I saw, right. and I was just like, "Damn, this is cool. This could be a fucking wallpaper," you know, over and over again. All right. That being said. All right, let's move past this uh, visuals. Uh, pretty good. What do you think of the character designs? Pretty, pretty good. Cloud, Tifa. They were like anime. Uh, again, were they? They felt like anime characters. I mean, Cloud's eyes are pretty damn big. Uh, That's important <laughs> for uh, the Mako eyes. The Mako. soldier, the Mako eyes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought the character design was good. I thought everybody looked cool. You know. Um, Again, I had seen Advent Children, so it was fun to see 
that kind of design language being applied in this game. I'm wondering if they hadn't done Advent Children, would design have been the same in this game? I'm wondering how much they leaned on the look that they developed for the movie for the game. Well, obviously, because the technology moved forward, right? So it would make sense that. Yeah, the, but but you look at the designs. You look at the designs that they used in '97. Oh, yeah. I mean, right. of course, it'd be gone, different. You could you could have gone in a lot of different directions. Of course, of course. But like, no, no, no. It makes sense that Advent Children to this game would be, look like this. I mean, right. when you're comparing to something from 30 years ago, I mean, shit the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, 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 but okay, it's just there's, there's, you can increase the level of details, but would Cloud have been like short with Popeye arms again? Or, you know, could they have made him just, you know, a sleek, you know, athletic? It, no, 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 no. It, Cloud did not have Popeye arms when he was a FMV. When he wasn't, when he was in battle mode. No, then, no, no. Yes, when he yeah, was in battle mode. But, 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 but the goal was to make him look like FMV. And FMV, he had skinny arms. Okay, but again, they could have picked one or the other. And no, FMV, they didn't want Popeye arms to begin with. It's obvious even, of that. Even in FMV, you know, his face is more round and this and that stuff. I'm yeah, saying, no, it's sharper there's now. Of, there's a lot of directions they could have gone. Um, you know, in kind of like fine tuning what the what the original FMV look was. Uh, I like where they ended up. I agree with you. You didn't get a arguments from me. I mean, um, they didn't want him to look bulky at all because, like, when you see the FMV, the FMV is what they created to be the best version right. of what they wanted it to be. He had skinny arms. Yeah. I mean, he, oh, naturally, this game makes the normal gameplay better than any FMV they could come up with. Oh. But so much so that it's better than um, Ad Bed Children, the movie, which they put so much money into. And believe it or not, the, uh, the director of that, I think, is the same guy who made this movie, this game. Uh, Tetsuya, fuck is his name? Tetsuya, something. Fucking Tetsuya, something. Kingdom Hearts guy. All right. What, what, whatever. Back to visuals. Where are we at? Uh, one to ten. Where are we at on visuals? Well, we said ten for visuals, but I think we're talking about character design. No, no. Well, yeah, but it's within visuals. So you saying ten? Not. You know what? That all that was is that I wanted to dig deeper into what you were talking about regardless of visuals oh i gotta say what i think of visuals because you gave it a 10 i didn't think it was that great so i gave it an eight okay um no 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 that, that's just my rating i didn't yeah. i didn't think it was a 10 though it was like jesus christ have you played god of war 10 is pretty i mean fuck you're talking perfect yeah, I've, I've played God of War. I thought this was up there, man. I thought it was with God of War. And you know what the beauty of this is? Is because you and me are talking. It's a conversation between me and you. And the people who watch these videos will, they will decide. And it will be a thing in which they will agree or disagree with you or me. And who gives a fuck? In reality, it's I wanted to hear what you said, 
You want to hear what I said. And that's what really matters. Yeah, as I was playing God of War, I thought it was cool, but I mean, I, I it was good. It was good. I mean, it was. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna downplay. It's probably you know one of the best looking games out there. But, but as I was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, I was just, I don't know. I was, I was blown away. You know, a lot of cool uh, compositions, a lot of cool colors. Um, when you break things open and you know the little sparkles and glitters and shit come out, um, all that was really cool. Will you hear a ghost or what? No. My kid opened the door. Hold on. I'll be right back. I have to uh, unleash the rage. The rage of why are you doing stuff? All right. All right, team. We've got visual at a ever gives it a seven. I give it an eight. I don't think that's big fucking deal. I gave it a seven. That's what you said? Visuals? Oh, you gave it a 10. My bad. That's what story. My bad. No, no, no. You're right. Story, you gave it a 10. I gave it a 8. Oh, story, I gave it a 7. So, Visuals, yeah. I gave it a 10. Okay. Story, I gave it an 8. All right. Mm. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> this shit should be easy. Music, what do you give it? Uh, a high 8. Why? There was a lot of it. Okay. A, What's a the favorite the song that you have? Uh, there's a sector, the the tunnels going <sighs> through. Kind of like when you when you have when, the mission mission uh, chapter nine when you're on your way to Wall Market. There's this cool techno music when you're when you're going through the tunnels. Uh, Aerith's theme, you know, and the, and all the different variations of it. Um, well, it's when the when you have to operate the opera, the hands. Yeah. Not that part. That was a different kind of music, but it's when you get to the second half and you're fighting all the bumps. Okay. Uh, and you really like that music? I don't know why I got, I really got into it. Uh, when you're in Wall Market, there's a song that's playing, but there's different versions of the song depending on what uh, you're in. Uh, so the music you liked, huh? I did like the music. I like the. You didn't like the music, and you gave it a what, what's the score of the music? A high eight. And really, the main song that you remember the most is the one well, where they're that, going to that Walmart. Was the one that I like, I like fighting too. I like hearing it. The the Hell House music was fun. Um, there's like escape music that kind of gets you going too. My only disappointment was that sometimes when you're trying to escape you're also trying to make sure that you explore every little nook and cranny of an area and the music's like getting you it's like go music it's like go 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 escape 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 but you're like i know but i gotta find everything before i leave this place you know all right i i give it a five. Oh shit well it's because the music's okay but there's nothing where i'm like <gasps> you know overall there's nothing that grasps me uh, okay for instance um say for, forget this game final fantasy 7 comes out right and everyone is all about two songs Aerith theme song where she dies you know dun 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 you know like that's a big one and then there's of course Sephiroth's song where he dies i mean dies well uh, actually he does die 
because I kill him. But there's um, Sephiroth's song where he where he comes out, and it's um, and if you ever looked about Urubo Nomatsu, the guy who makes the song, how he came up with that song is like um, a bunch of different variations of things that happen in his life. And that's why it resonates with everybody. Everyone's like, oh, I remember the one winged angel, which is Sephiroth's song. And then Sephiroth's uh, song comes out in, uh, in, in this game, which is kind of weird because, you know, it's the first disc, you know, <laughs> like, like you have three games or three discs and uh, you don't expect to hear his song until the last part. So, um, Rubo Nomatsu makes this uh, fucking separate song and it's in this game. It's kind of weird and I don't care. I don't care. Like if you played this game, say this game doesn't exist and you wanted to play um, Final Fantasy 7, this game, right? Say it's the whole game. One Way Get Angel would be at the top of your list, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about this game and it's One Way Get Angel comes out and that's the supposed to be the crux of all of Final Fantasy 7. It really is. Uh, I don't care. Eric's theme comes out. I don't care. So from my point of view, there's not a song that grabs me. But when we get Angel, I've heard it a million times. There's no way I'm going to be like, this is the song for me. And Eric's theme, there's no way I'm going to be like, I'm gonna be like, yeah, this is the song for me, and that's it. That's well, that's the end of it. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I don't know if you felt this way, but when I was fighting Sephiroth, I was like, shit, this is fucking crazy right now. I didn't, I didn't realize they were playing One Winged Angel until I like started listening, and then heard it, and then I realized that they were playing it. But then, the music's not supposed to take over the scenes. Well, have you ever watched Interstellar? Yes. And, and does it not work better when the music works with each other? Yeah, that's Hans Zimmer just beating on No, I know. But, but Hans Zimmer explains to you, this is how movies are done. This is how entertainment is done. You are supposed to enjoy the visuals as well as the, the audio. But here's the thing. I think I did enjoy the music because, you know, taken as a whole, when I was fighting Sephiroth, it was just, it was the combination of, you know, the, you know, the, the suspense building up to get to that scene. The fact that Sephiroth is so iconic, you know, the fact that we're in the last chapter, this is probably the last fight, you know, and, and all of those things and the music also hyping you up to fight too, but not not consciously thinking of all those things just all those things haven't led you to that point where you're you're in this fight and you're you're engrossed in it and 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 you're 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 having fun in it you're fully engaged really without having to think of about why all right cool i'll give you that what uh it's it's supposed to be a little bit more subconscious, you know. It's supposed to, music's supposed to not take over the movie. Uh, I, mean, I feel works. now, no, no. It's supposed it to be a synergy between the two. Yes, 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 yes. That, but synergy is different than one dominating the other. I agree, but so, there's well, never once a time where I'm like, I'm like, this is melding well with the other. 
And you're talking about a guy who's played the original. So when when Winged Angel comes on, I'm like, why? And then when I hear, I think that was that was probably fan service. Okay, what'd you no. think when you heard that? The same reason why Duel of Fates gets played in, you know, episode two and three, not has nothing to do with Darth Maul coming out. But and when it, you play Phantom, when like you watch Love. Phantom Menace, when you watch Phantom Menace and you hear Duel of Fates, isn't that a thing? <laughs> was there a Duel of Fates level moment with the music in this game? No. Uh, okay, and then you get <laughs> all right, all right. I'll still give being... it a ten because going. Oh, no, you gave it an eight. I give it a, I give it an eight. You gave it an eight. Okay, yeah, I'll leave it at eight. You said or whatever I give. I don't know. I'd, Fuck a ten. You fucked me? up all the numbers too, bitch. So. I said a five. <laughs> okay, yeah, there. Um, I'm still at eight. I'm still at eight. And, and I right. think I think I kind of proved my point too. There was no duel of fates moment with music in it, but I felt that it was enough. I mean, I felt. All right, all right. How about this? Overall, what did you think of the game? One to ten. What did you think? What What are your pros and what are your cons? Well, I mean, I bought it day one and I don't regret it. Pros, of course, of course. Pros: uh, great action, fun, um, funny. Um, the combat system, I liked it a lot. You know what? Let's. Uh, I yeah, said we overall, we never about- talked about gameplay. Let's talk about gameplay, combat system. What did you think? So I like the I like the combat system and and exactly what I asked for. I don't know if they read my mind or maybe I didn't see it in the demo version. Was uh, button mapping of sorts, you know, putting shortcuts to certain moves that you were going to want to use over and over again to the face buttons. Um, did you map any of your stuff? Yeah, definitely with focus strikes. But I learned that focus strikes increase the stagger rate, so yeah. everybody had a focus strike. In, in, in the way I mapped it. Yeah, mine was always triangle. Because I figured it's an arrow up and it was Because, just... because you kept pressing the button. Um, triangle and square were my go-tos. Yeah, triangle to switch and to... X and circle were my big ones. Yeah, triangle to switch to punishment mode and then... Yeah, because my... you couldn't do infinity end with like square or triangle. No, because... I, didn't, I didn't want to accidentally... It... Yes, because... Use two ATB bars. No, no, no. Not just that. It's because they're stuck in that one spot. If you do infinity end and they're moving, yeah. they're, you, you just wasted that animation scene. So whenever it was a scene where they're stuck in one spot, then you want it there. That's why you have X or circle. Yeah, uh, well, circle, I did his triple strike. Okay, where? Uh, where triple he- strike is I use the most. Yeah, that one, that, one, that one was the one I used for, like, the lower-level enemies just to get them done quick. Yeah. That's the one with yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, but those are those were my two big ones that I had mapped. Okay, know. okay. But I, I, liked, I liked that. I liked the um, – I also liked that when you, when you stop to select a move, the other characters are still in motion. Even if it's super, super slow – there's yeah, still yeah, a yeah. sense of don't take your time. This I is not pause. Cool. You know, this is not pause. This is, you know, this is you thinking really, really fast. Okay. But, you know, shit can still go south if you decide to take too long making your choice. All right. So, oh. There were some times where I hit X to try and do a spell, and I didn't know. I was a few frames from getting smacked. So I would get smacked out of that, that screen. That was cool. 
that, that, that aspect of the game where you can go to attack with the ATB skill yeah. and they stop you. Yeah, bullet time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, They would interrupt your move. Yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah. It added to the gameplay. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, Miguel from Tekken where he already started his move and if you hit him, you're going to die. Yeah, I know, right? You know what, though? Overall... My my one problem was the lock screen. Um, you couldn't. Sometimes I'll lock onto an enemy, and it'll lose lock. Yeah. And, and sometimes Cloud will be like, he'll start attacking in like a random direction because I wanted him to move that way. I wanted him to strafe that way without hitting dodge. And he'll turn away from whoever I was engaged with, and start like slashing in a random direction. I'm like, no asshole! I had you locked on this other guy, and then you'll get hit in the back, and you'll die. Yeah, um, that was that was uh, one gripe that I had about the lock system. Um, but other than that, I mean, I played a lot of Dragon Age, and I got, I got the the, the customization that I got in Dragon Age. I got it here. That was something I didn't like in Witcher. Um, Witcher, you're leveling up your 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 character to be able to use better equipment. But the better equipment, the stats on that equipment was pretty much locked in place. You couldn't do much of anything to improve the stats on the equipment. Um, in this one, that materia system, shit. I, I mean, I, I really, really like it because you would get a new materia, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, who could I put this on? Mm -hmm. You know, and that might change the dynamic of the team. And then I also like that sometimes the team changed, and it forced you to develop a character and, and maybe think about what kind of material would work with just these two characters or these yeah. three characters or just a character by themselves. Um, so it forced you to tune your guy and, yeah. and, and kept that interesting instead of just tuning. Would you, one. would you think about the um, limit, limit attacks? Uh, the limit breaks? Yeah. I, I still haven't figured it out, man. Do I have Wait. to let them hit me while I'm blocking to build my limit bar? Well, the limit bar uh, builds up as you get attacked. So okay. what do you think, though, in general? What my problem is I dodge a lot. So my, I, I never use my limit breaks. <laughs> That's I, the main game. I know. And every That's time the I, main game. Every time I got to use one, it was like, it was awesome, but... I mean, sometimes it would be filling up kind of late in a battle, and I it never I never used it as a finisher. It never it never turned into that for me. All right, ATB style. What what was good for you? What do you, uh, ATB gives you the ability to cure and rave, focus strike things like that. Um, I later in the game. I ended up taking healing and magnify so that when I had my healer heal one person, it healed everybody. Of course. Um, I didn't think, I didn't think of that till like later, later on. I was using really, yeah, I was using it with lightning and just zapping multiple motherfuckers. Yeah. 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 Uh, which was fun. I want to yeah. get my hand on another one, another magnify. Yeah. Um, you only get the one, right? I, so far I've only gotten the one, um, 
It used to be in Final Fantasy VII. What would happen is you level up the materia, and once you max it out, you would get the other one. I don't know why they took that away. Uh, oh, so you would have like the base materia, and then you'd have the level two, the level three, and the level four. Yeah, say you had magnify, which didn't exist in Final Fantasy VII, the original game. Okay. You would have magnify. You level up to the max. Same thing. You level it up. You level up to the max. You would get the other one because it the would, next. it would, it would birth the other Magna, one. Like magnify or magnify. No, 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 no. Magnify. Like, like, like fire, fire aggro. That's what I'm saying. Fire and then fire and again. Yeah. Okay. It would just keep birthing itself. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but this game didn't do that, so you know yeah. you have to find it. It gives you that ability when you beat the game. But Magnify is pretty much like, okay, in Final Fantasy VII, the original game, uh, Magnify wasn't called Magnify. It was called All. And you would have many versions of that. And you would just keep leveling it up. And then you would have more of it. So basically, you would have three characters with All. (laughs) Or Magnify. And that's what you would do. That's how you would cure everybody. And the reason why that's not that doesn't sound like an overpowered thing is because before Final Fantasy VII, all the way up, you could naturally heal everybody or or use fire on everybody. That was a normal thing. So Final Fantasy VII comes in and it becomes a thing where it's different. So you have to get this all materia. But you would just level up the all materia. Fast forward 20 years, you got this game. You have to level up magnify and it doesn't do that so i don't know what to do um i like it because it makes it special yes you know you really do have to figure out the character of the character you know what kind of what what kind of what kind of person is this going to be in your party yeah like are you an attack mage or are you just a fighter i agree i agree that and 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 um, I think that I think that makes that that makes the attachment stronger because you're you're giving your character a personality in battle. You know? Yes, yeah, I they're, agree. They're either it, in them. my head. I was like, Aerith is the attack magic lady. Yeah, she's. I've never had her strong on attack, but yeah. yeah, tactical magic. So she gives barrier. She gives healing. She gives raise. You know, she brings people back from the dead. Um, cloud, you know, fighter, straight up. Yep, attack, attack, attack. Uh, Barrett, I put him in the middle, um, between attack and and uh, and mage, and then Tifa, same thing, attack, attack, attack. She was attacker, yeah, definitely. Too bad Red Thirteen is not a character. Uh, you know what's so late in the game? That would have been cool, actually. That I think about it. That, that would have been cool. That would have that would have made those last two chapters again like brand new. Yeah, I know. Character to play with and tinker with. In the original Final Fantasy thirteen or no seven, 13. I loved I loved Red. Red was my guy, dude. And what I like about it is that fact that they kept him the way he was in Final Fantasy seven because he was a thinker, and so when he started talking, I was like, he's gonna be an idiot, and he started talking, I was like. He's a nice. He's articulate. I was and I was wondering about that. Um, he, no, he was smart then. He was smart now. What I like about it is when you beat the game of Final Fantasy VII, and he starts, 
he starts talking, which kind of expands the story. You're just like, the dog knows. Dude, I loved Red 13. And so they gave him an onus that is strong as hell. And I, I really liked it. It's just too bad you couldn't play it. And it's something that's missing in the party, too. Are you frozen or? No, what do you mean? <laughs> There's nobody else in the party that's like that. Smart? Uh, wise. No, no, smart. He's and, smart. Like he, a lot he, of the characters in this really game. Smart. Yeah, no, but, but seriously, a lot of the characters are dumb. Red 13 he, always came across to me as smart. Um, I, I felt, well, at least my feeling in this game was that he knows a lot because. No, he's smart. No, 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 he's smart. Oh. He doesn't know a lot. He's just smart. Because the way he, he breaks things apart, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do this. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Uh, he's measured, you know. He can communicate with people without getting in their face about it or being mean about it. You know, and that kind of comes from being wise. Because when I, think, when I think smart, I'm thinking knowing a bunch of stuff. Okay. Um, when I think wise, I think it's being able to, to be observant and, and uh, being able to apply what you know in a productive way. Um, Barrett can be abrasive, right? He's got he's he, his his heart's in the right place, but sometimes he's too in your face about her, too judgmental. I agree with that. Um, Cloud, he you know keeps everything inside, and he doesn't really want to open up. Whether that's a defense mechanism or not, I don't know. I don't know much about the character yet. Aerith is just like loving with everybody, so you don't really know is she gonna give you the honest answer. You know, if it, even if it's going to hurt. And the fact that she kind of holds back a lot of times, you know, kind of leads me to believe, no, she probably won't give you the straight shit, you know, for fear of hurting you. Um, Tifa, I feel like, I don't know. Tifa kind of feels like the, the strong anime character type. But oh, not, yeah. But not the wise kind of um, center of the group, you know. What do you What do you mean? So, you had Professor X and Beast. Okay. You know, and that was a combination of you know you combine them two, and you have a combination of like wisdom and smarts. Mm-hmm. Um, they were both almost kind of the same character, except, you know, X is, probably, is obviously the leader of the group, right? But you had a voice that people listened to because it just came from a place where you're like, okay, that's worth listening to. You know, Barrett, sometimes you could just like, dude, he's just loud. Um, Cloud, you'd be like, well, he's he's putting up a front, you know, he's trying to be cool. Um, Aerith, well, she loves everybody, so, you know, she's not going to say anything to hurt anybody's feelings. Uh... Tifa, I think, was her own character. She was like conflicted about whether or not to be part of this and whether or not what they were doing was the right thing or whether they were doing things was the right way. But I feel like she wasn't saying anything about it. You know? Okay. It seemed like when Avalanche was doing their thing. And she Killing had- people? Huh? Killing people? Yeah. She was like, she was at loggerheads with, sometime- with them sometimes, but it almost seemed like she was being non-confrontational about it. 
Um, but with Red 13, you know, there, he was spitting a little bit more uh, truth and honesty at everybody. Real quick, what do you think the overall game was? One to ten, ten being the best, one being the worst. What do you give it? It's not the best. I mean, no, no, no. I know that, but one to ten, ten be the best, one be the worst. What number do you give it? I don't know, man. This game for me fills a niche that I that I didn't have. Okay, um, okay. I, where, I, where are you giving this game all I, around? It's it's for it's below Witcher. It's below. Uh, it's below Red Dead. Um, it's uh, it's right around where I would put Dragon Age, though I think I played Dragon Age a lot more and will play Dragon Age a lot more. Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, but I'd put it above games like Call of Duty. Okay, well, really give me a number. One being the worst, ten being the best. Give me the fucking number of the worst. <laughs> Shit, man. Give me a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. A low eight. So what? A low eight. Eight. Eight, eight. period. Yeah, like maybe between an eight and eight and a half. Talk. Give it. Shut up. I'm done. That's all I wanted is a number. So, ever rates this game at 8.25. Give me a second. E. Equals eight point two. Oh, I thought you could run my number through an equation. Equals no. Uh, I have a fucking equation. E equals e eight two point five. So for our fans, this game equals an eight point two five on the Eber scale. All right. Just so you know. If anyone ever wants to know what Ebert thinks of this game is, it's 8.25. It's because I just all I did was gave each section a game, uh, uh, a number, and then I just divided by four because I only gave it four um, uh, points of story, music, gameplay, and then overall. So give me it's a second. It's also like replayability, uh, something that you know, I, I wish this game had was a way for us to enjoy it together. What do you um, mean? Some kind of co-op mode. You know? How would that work, co-op mode? So, certain chapters, you have more than one character, right? A lot of times, you're by yourself with Cloud. But if you could invite somebody else to play as Tifa with you... That wouldn't make sense. Why not? <coughs> Story mode. So, I fall from the fucking... Sector 7 or whatever the fuck. And I'm with Aerith. What, I'm going to play with another person? Well, you don't have to. Maybe like a hard mode. Maybe maybe a hard mode option to play with the other characters in your party as, you know, as, as other people play. But that wouldn't make sense with the way the game is designed. What do you mean? So I battles. I'm just talking about the battles. But that's battles. But that would make sense with the game itself. So like, okay, the battle arena. Okay. What? What? There's no. There's not much story going on in there. You know, I'll play as Cloud. You play as Earth, and you know, let's go in there and fuck some shit up. 
Yeah, but that's just something we're doing. Yeah, but it's something we can do together. And it's something that you could do. Let's say I'm playing Hell House and I'm just like, man, I need I need my homies with me or something, you know, because I can't control two characters at once. No, I agree, but that doesn't increase the fun because we're just playing a game. Because the game, this game isn't, it doesn't lend itself to, um, uh, like a perpetual world where it, can, it's it's not a game like, where we're all working together, like Call of Duty. We're all working together to right, a common right. goal, but this is more of a um, we're playing through the story, basically, right? We're 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 playing a game where there's a story and we're deciding whether or not we like it or not. Yeah, but I, I still think it would be fun. You what know, was the number the that I gave you? What was the number that I did? I, I, I did the 8. math. 8.25. Yes. All right, cool. Got it. All right, cool. All right, what are you saying? I don't know. It'd be fun to, to like experience some of the game with you guys, you know, and like talk about it with you guys. In we are. Time. We are. But in real time as the game is being played. Hmm. That's tough. That's, that's, that's tough because this game doesn't exist in that way. Yeah, that I, I get it. You know, I I understand. There's no way to make it a fully co-op experience, start to finish. But you know, I'm just thinking like, you know, hey, you know, I'm about to go fight Hellhouse. You know, you want to jump in, take on, you know, uh, play as Aerith or play, you know, play. As that's something. a different kind of game, though. This game is supposed to have beginning, middle, and end, and it's supposed to be a story throughout. And yeah, then you play it, and then you watch your movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I watch my movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then we compare notes. Yeah, but that's we could do that in two hours and then come back. But I don't know. I think it'd be fun to play a fantasy game, and I don't think it'd be too hard. The VR missions or the VR stuff like that, you know, especially have it be like an unlockable thing in hard mode. That way you do experience the story first once through without your friends in your ears. And then you go back through the hard mode, you know, certain chapters that, you know, where you have somebody with you. I agree with you, but that does, that's just not the way the game is made. The game is made to have a story for beginning, middle, and end. For the, the people who played the game before and the people who will play this game now. And it, it just wouldn't work that way. And I agree with you. It'd be cool to have a shared experience. But I think that if they did that, they would ruin the whole aspect of making a game purely for the people who want the story. Because that's what these games are. Well, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. The VR missions, you know, and only in hard mode because that means you would have already played the game once before. No, have, it create a dynamic started? that doesn't exist. Have you started oh, wait. yet? Wait, have you started hard mode yet? No, no, no. So the way hard mode works, you jump. you can jump from chapter to chapter. You don't I understand need, that. It tells you that you when you, play, you, don't when need you get it. Through all, you know, from start to finish. You don't need to start one and end at 18. No, I agree. Around. No, I understand that. What I'm saying is that it changed the whole scope of the game. Because, like, when okay, so you're playing with me, right? And um, I'm not playing this game to play with you. I'm playing this game for the story. And when it comes to a, uh, a point where it's a bad guy, where I'm having trouble at, I'm not 
I hate to say it, I'm not playing it just to play it with you. Nobody's putting a gun to your head and saying, play with me. No, I know, but that's how these games work to play with other people, is that you can't beat this guy without another person. Or no, or it'd be fun to beat the guy with another person. It would be, but that's not how they design these games. I do, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's how that that's not how they designed it. That, that's fine. I'm just saying. You know, it would have been cool to have something like that. I like agree. It, I agree. But that's some, not where we're at, and okay. we're reviewing the game. Okay, it's because the, the other games that I have I have shared experiences with you guys. No, like, I agree. Call of Duty, Ghost Recon, I agree with you, but this game is a, it doesn't lend itself to that. And I agree with you. It would be cool if they did, but they, it just doesn't. Okay. The same way, I mean, you want them to have put it together in a way that the story was self-contained. You know, that's another... That's I know, a, I know. But that's not but, the game we have. And when we review it, we have a... Eber rates this game at 8.25. <laughs> I did the math. And I rate this game at a 7. All right. Is it the ghost again? It's not a ghost. It's a white person. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Um all right, so okay, we've rated this game. Uh you rated it at eight point two five of all the categories of story, visual, music, gameplay, overall. And me as well. That being said. I have to say, I don't know what I have to say. Well, this was my first experience with it. You know, why did why did somebody who didn't play the original game rate it higher than somebody who didn't? Okay. Oh, that that is weird, though. I rated it lower than you did. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it it might that might not be because of the game itself. It could just be because of. I don't know our tastes. I mean, the music part was probably the one score where we where we varied enough to where maybe through that number. All right. Or another. I have a theory, and it's funny you should say that. I texted you, Ever, Adrian, Anthony, and me. Right. I just text me. That's yeah, stupid. Part of the text. Listen, I think to myself the reason why that th- this game is good. It's not. It's not good at all. I think that it's average, if anything. I think that this game is made for me. And I fa- in fact, I have a theory that the reason why you like this game is because COVID-19. Dude, we can't leave our homes. We only have certain games. The only game that's being hyped at this time is this game. And there's no other games to begin with. When when Final Fantasy VII happened, when that game came out, 1997, there is no other game that's just as good. There just isn't. So that this game isn't that really good. So it built up this fan base. And then 2020, this game comes out. What game came out? And that's why I texted you the way I did. I said, what game would it take? For you to be like, oh, what's the best game ever? You said Arbicord, First Order, whatever. That game did come out. You know what game came out in 2020 of April? 
because Final Fantasy VII, there's no other game that came out. That is the only reason why it's famous. That's the only reason why it's good. I I was playing The Witcher, man. I was of course neck deep in that shit. And yeah, I but COVID nineteen. I I haven't finished. No, I started playing it before. No, but it's COVID nineteen. Think about it. You have no other th- oh, dude. You're okay. You got okay. Say COVID nineteen not doesn't exist. You have to go to work. That means you physically have to drive to a place, work. Nine hours later, come back dry to your home. And now it gets to a point where you have to focus on what you want to do. You want to watch a movie? You want to play a game? You don't have much time because you have to go to sleep and repeat the cycle. Final Fantasy or oh, Witcher. Witcher is the only thing that you had at the time. But Final Fantasy 7 comes out. And it's a thing in which, you know, yeah, it's a big hype. Everyone's playing it, all that good shit. And um, is it really that good? Like, realistically speaking, this is a JRPG. There are thousands of other role-playing games that come out every day, every year. But you have COVID-19 where you're stuck at home and you have to play these fucking games. I mean, you don't have to. But, I mean, you got nothing else better to do. What are you going to do? No, I'm I'm still working. Uh, you're right, though. I don't have to commute. You know, um, I I was actually also in the middle of another playthrough of Dragon Age when I when I decided, you know, I'm gonna play Witcher. Yeah. Really got into Witcher. Yeah. Um. Didn't finish it because April 10th hit, and I was like, I want to play this game because I I played the demo, and right away I was sold. You okay. Know, I'm buying this damn game. Okay. Um, but, but I think you're, I think you're right about something though. There isn't a big AAA title out right now. Yeah. Because my theory is this. Weddle, I texted him earlier today. I go, did you buy Final Fantasy VII? I know because I know Weddle for so long. Uh, When it came out, Final Fantasy VII came out, there was no other games. So everybody who had a PlayStation 1 played this fucking game. And I knew Weddle. Weddle played Final Fantasy VII. I knew he played it. And they go, I know all my friends. I know exactly what kind of games they want to play and why they play it. But I knew Weddle wouldn't buy this fucking game. I asked him, hey, did you buy this game? He goes, no. I go, why? He goes, I'm playing these other games. That's just who he is. Period. Adrian... I he's like me. He'll play Final Fantasy VII through and through. Anthony is a trendy gamer, so he'll just play whatever is trendy. You, I can't fathom. But I'm just saying, it's just that this game came out, and it's like, well, my my, my thing is, although we both rated it all together, we rated Final Fantasy VII. You rated eight point two five. And I rated it a seven. People are like, "Oh, this is the best game ever." I don't think that. I think yeah, it's COVID nineteen. I would, yeah, I wouldn't say it was the best game ever. Um, same reason, you know. I mean, I mean, Tiger King. You know. Uh, yeah, no one was watching Tiger King unless the apocalypse happened. I, 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 I think it still would have been popular, but not. Yes, I agree. 
I agree. I agree. I agree. Final Fantasy 17, 17, 7 is a great game. I love it. Yeah. But it isn't as popular as you think it would be if other games were coming out. But you know what? I'm not going to complain because if it is successful because of this, then it's more likely that they'll get to finish the story. You know what? I hear what you're saying, but think of this, right? I, okay. I play Final Fantasy VII and I see inconsistencies, things I don't like. But you play whatever. But me personally, who was a fan of the original game, I'm like, I wish they had fleshed out this. I wish they made this. And the guy who made it, um, look at his name, Tetsuya, uh, Tetsuya Noruma, he makes these games where the story isn't really consistent. It's just kind of like you just throw shit out and people are supposed to figure it out. But it's not really good storytelling because if whoever's watching this podcast for we. He made Kingdom Hearts. If you've ever played Kingdom Hearts, that story does not work at all. There's like bits and pieces you work together and you're like, okay, that's a grand story. But in reality, this is terrible story making. So he gets a hold of Final Fantasy VII, gets the main story, and then creates this. And it, it becomes famous. This story is not good. And then he becomes famous because he makes a lot of money off of this. He makes a second game. Ah, you know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it, but I mean, it's cool that it's going to make a lot of money. You like it. A lot of people who have never played Final Fantasy VII are playing it. They're like, this is a great game ever. You got to see. You think it might be the George Lucas effect? Where yes, yes. So- Everybody just becomes like yes man afterwards. Like yeah. So yeah. Star Wars four, five, and six are epic. If you watch them again, hold strong. One, two, but, three. And then the strongest up. one is the one that he had the smallest hand in. Five. Then you got he becomes famous, and then you got Star Wars one, two, and three, which are Dark terrible. Dark exactly. You got terrible movies. That's what I fear for this. For Final Fantasy. Do you see what I'm saying? I think that's that's yeah, it's a very valid fear. Because uh, yeah, you know, I mean, again, I I don't have I don't have the background in Final Fantasy. Of course, I don't know what story beats are coming up and whether or not they sowed the seeds for those correctly. You Mm -hmm. know, is it going to land the same way when it comes up in the second or third game? You know, or did they not set it up right? I agree. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. You know, and then no, whole... it, it it won't because he just kind of glops it together and it just kind of fills itself out. And yeah, I if you if you keep giving, well, I do because of the other games that he's made, uh, Kingdom Hearts. I mean, if you if you were to play, if you were. If it becomes famous enough where he gets the money to make a second game, it would be a bunch of convoluted story that ends the same well, way I mean, as the second one. I, I didn't play Kingdom Hearts like start to finish, but like I I I've been around people that played it a lot. It felt like a bunch of side quests. It was just an excuse to go into a new world and oh look, it's Mickey. Oh look Yeah, 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 yeah. Goofy. Oh, Goofy good. dies. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense what you're telling me, right? It totally jives with you know what I thought it was back then, 
um, sporadic and just excuses to go to this other world where now you got to do a whole bunch of other side stuff before you can go on with the main story. Am I, am I no, no, you're, you're super right. And the, okay. the thing is because Final Fantasy VII has a beginning, middle, and end, then he, then he opens the door with the way that he did the whispers and you killed the Arbiter of Destiny, meaning that that's Sephiroth's plan. That, that's my theory. Is you killed this destiny guy, and it, now the future is unwritten. So uh, Sephiroth has now the ability to win, and um, with that vagary, right? I think that he will create the same story. It's, I don't know. I, I don't know. It just gives him more balance to, to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, he could do whatever he wants because he just he could, he has a, a storyline that he could follow, and he could also fuck it up if he wants. What would you rather they do? Would you would you prefer that they stuck to the original story as close as possible? And that's where you fucked me over because, yeah, I don't want you to follow the story because when I said in the beginning is. I mean, the fact that they opened up this door, it's like the thing that I've been longing for, the tragedies of the past. The opportunity you can, to go back and fix it. Exactly. And, I mean, fuck you. Because you, you, you gave me that civility. I don't know, man. I don't know what to feel. <laughs> but from, from right. your point of view, what do, you, what do you get out of it? For me, it's a fucking hell on earth inside of my heart. Because I'm like, if you follow the storyline... It's more of what I've had. You know, Aerith dies, the world fucking pains, Cloud sucks to be him. But now that you open the door to opportunity, I'm like, now I could save Aerith, I can have a fucking love saga with her, but Zach's alive, and, and he's a good guy too. He deserves nothing but love. Oh, I don't know. Uh, drama? I know. These are not the people who create the system, though. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, like if it was J.J. Abrams, no shit. If it was J.J. Abrams writing the story all the way through, I would be with this. But it's this guy who, Tetsuya Noruma. You don't trust him. He's terrible at writing these stories. So, I don't know. Well, we'll have to see what he does in 10 years. I don't like the idea of let's see what he does because it took him 20 years. I mean, okay, so I'm thinking about it. 10 years ago, I heard about Final Fantasy VII Remake. 10 years ago. And I'm like, oh, you know, and 10 years later, here I got this game. I love it. But is it him that made this game good? Is it? Because he's terrible. I don't know. I don't know. Are there any co-writers on this story? I mean, there are co-writers, but reali realistically, when you say J.J. Abrams, you say J.J. Abrams, right? Yeah. You're like, there's co-writers. Yeah, the showrunner, the head writer. Exactly. That dude, where even if this dude, these other dudes came up with the idea, he's still the one that gave it the veto. Or the, or Tetsuyo the is the J.J. Abrams for this, but he's not that good. Maybe he'll accidentally be good. No. <laughs> I mean, that's just the reality of things. I mean, 
he makes these games like Kingdom Hearts one and two were really good, but when you look at the story, you're like, what the fuck is happening here? And then he made a part three, and then did you play part three? No, I have not seen part three. Exactly. Like did I got you... a lot of exposure to one and two. You know? No, and what I'm saying is like this game. Okay, here we go. Theory wise, is this game good? Yes or no? Okay, so you say that. You, 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 Ever Naba says this game is good. But I'm like, I like this game. I played the seven, I played the eight. I mean, I played seven and I played this game now. And I'm like, it's okay. And I think to myself, the only reason why you, Ever Naba, think this game is good is because we have COVID 19. I mean, we're stuck home and there's no armored. Wait, what did you say? Games you want to bring back a game from back in the day, Armor yeah. Core, yeah, Armor Core or Ace Combat or some remake. Uh, uh, you aside, Weto, Weto's another one of us. He says he wants to play Metal Gear Solid. He won't buy this game because he wants to play Metal Gear Solid. He would rather play the games he's playing now. But if a Metal Gear Solid remake came out, he would play that hands down. You yourself said. If if it was an Ace Combat or Armor Core, you'd play that, and and that's what I'm saying is because this game isn't good because it's good. Although I do like it, it's only because of the scenario that we're in. We're in a, a scenario where we have to stay home, and there's no new games coming out. Like if like this game came out and Armor Core came out, and Anthony was talking about it, and I'm talking about it. Like an agent talked about it. Guess what the fuck game you're buying? Probably that. Exactly. So is Final Fantasy VII really a good game? No, I don't think so. Because when Assassin's Creed came out, Assassin's Creed 4 came out on PlayStation 4, I argued. I argued with all of you. I said, that game is good, but not as good as Assassin's Creed 3. This game is a piece of shit. I guarantee that after Assassin's Creed 4 comes out, Assassin's Creed 5 or whatever the fuck game they come out with, you're not going to play it. They're like, oh, you're fucking bullshitting me. You're stupid. Blah, 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 blah. It came out and no one played the fuck out of Assassin's Creed Origin. Is that Odyssey? Is that one you're talking about? Origin. Odyssey is the second one. Yeah, I've never played any of them. No, I know. I I know. I know. What I'm saying is when people played Assassin's Creed Black Flag, they were like, oh, this is the best game ever. And I go, bro, there was like 50 Assassin's Creed games. You're just playing this game because there's no other PlayStation 4 games. And they're like, no, bro, Assassin's Creed 4 is the truth. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, no, bro, I played all of them. And I'm telling you, that this game is average, if if anything. Assassin's Creed 3 was better. You're like, no. Then, then, stop. Assassin's Creed Origins comes out. Assassin's Creed Odyssey comes out. I don't hear anything. And that's a reality. So Final Fantasy VII comes out, right? And I'm like, this game is good. I like it, me personally. But I'm like, no one else is going to play the rest because... It's not that good. It really isn't because I played 15, I played 14, I played 13, I played 12, I played 11, I played 10, I played 9, I played 8, I played 7. 7. And I'm telling you, 
seven all the way up. The only reason why people played seven is because if you look at the past, which I've have, 1997, Final Fantasy VII shouldn't work the way it should. Mm-hmm. It's just that it was the only game out at the time, and it had a lot of it had a lot of commercials, and so people played it. That's the only reason why it was famous. However, if you had Final Fantasy VII, wait fucking one year, you had God of War and all these other games. No one's gonna play seven. And I have to say, this game right here, if if this game came out while Dragon Age and fucking Diablo three and Call of Duty and all those other games came out. Yeah, there's not much on the release schedule right now. Because really, what did you play? It's only this game. This is the only game that came out. There's no other game. You're a you're a fan of a lot of games. You're multi-versatile. Don't tell me that you thought, oh, this is the one, this is Diamond in the Rock. No, this is not the game I would choose to die with. But uh, if fucking Call of... No, no, no. The game that I want, that you want, at the same time, um, Armored Core uh, First Dancer. Core Dancer. If that game came out, I shit you not, this, this game would not be a thing. I would probably be playing that Depending on how well the execution was, over yeah, right? No, no, no. If they it, basically, if they copied the same game, you and I would be having a conversation about this game because <laughs> that game was that good. Final Fantasy Seven's good. I fucking love it. I played all the Final Fantasies from fucking Game Boy and on. But I, I, I'm not kidding. If you Call of Duty first answer, not Call of Duty, uh, Armor Core first answer. That comes out and Final Fantasy VII come out. What are we talking about, you and me? I mean, I I would probably do the story for Final Fantasy, but no, I, no. I'd be swimming in me. No, 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 no. You and me would be talking about Call of Duty. I mean, Armor Core. Armor Core yeah, is way thousands of times better than Final Fantasy could ever be. Dude, anytime, 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 fuck yes. Dude, anytime you can adjust the character to move dash left and right, and and the story is better. It just is. It just is. You could, well, you could also pick different paths in that game, too. Um, Regardless, regardless, say no paths. Say one path. You're still good. You're still good. That game is better. That game is better. Well, there's replayability, you know, there's... Uh... Yes. Fuck replayability. The idea of creating your own mech and doing their own things in real time is way better than any fucking... Fin- okay, look. Final Fantasy VII was cool because you could create materia, link it, and do some things. But fucking call it... Uh, Armor Core, you're able to dash left and right, do weight... Uh, attack, increase speed. I mean, dude, there's so many levels to it, and there's a story to it that works. Okay, so this game, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get the platinum. You know, and I think that has to do with just us oh. not having much else to do. Right. right? But the, if you had more nice. games, this wouldn't be a question. The platinum list looks pretty easy. You know, yes, beat, these yes. Things, beat these things, get these things, get these yes, things. Yes, yes. Well, it's kind of tricky. It's to get all the dresses, but yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Ugh. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that chapter's fucking long. Um, and it's the Wall Market chapter. Yeah, 
party. So, but, but uh, I mean, honestly, I think after I platinum it, I'll probably never play it again. Unless the sequel comes out. Unless the sequel comes out. Now, it's funny. If you platinum Armored Core... Here's the thing. No, Armored Core, I did everything in that fucking game, and I kept replaying that game. No, but if you platinum platinum Armored Core, what are you going to do? Keep playing Armored Core. Exactly. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. Um, But, but, like... I rate Red Dead Redemption 2 super high and Red Dead Redemption 1 super high. I only ever played each of those games through completion once. You know? But I, reality, I, though, reality-wise, if you platinum both games, what game are you going to play again? Uh, Ace Combat and Armor Court. Yeah. No, 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 no. Dragon Age. I've platinum Dragon Age, and I even after I platinum Dragon Age, I still played through it two more times. Well, there you go. I mean, so where's Final Fantasy VII aligned with all that? Like I said, I mean, I didn't put it. I, I put it below games uh, like Witcher uh, and Red Dead. I think it's because I mean, uh, it's kind of a it, it's a it's a one time experience. I don't have a problem with going through it right now in hard mode, but I think after I go through it in hard mode, I think I I think I'll probably have had my fill. I have um, to say this though, all together, story, gameplay, sound, all that, you rate. Final Fantasy 7 at an 8.25 while I rated a 7. No matter what the fuck you say, whether you play it again or not, you, without even understanding what you're doing, you broke down the game. You wrote it at an 8.25. <laughs> All right. And I rated a 7. You could say, yeah, I'd play that game again over Final Fantasy or Red Dead Redemption, but no shit. At the end of the life that you live, it's 8.25. Yeah, I mean, in my library, I mean... No, 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 you say, no, you don't understand. You can, that overall number isn't a thing you came up with. It's as you break it down. All I did was I broke down each part of the game and I was like, okay, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? What do you think of this? I added those numbers divided by the number of things, and you still think it's 8.25. Well, the- Armor Core, know this shit. You would play that shit way over 8.25. I'm just well, saying. Here's, 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 here's the problem with the way that you calculated that number, though. Certain aspects of the game might carry more weight than others. A game is what a game is. No, 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 Story no. wise, gameplay wise, sound so you're, wise. You're giving you're giving music the same amount of weight as story. And you're well, saying that if the music is awesome, it'll offset the shittiness of the story. That's not true. You know, the, the music the music can be bad, but I'm still gonna rate the game pretty high, you know, if it has a good story. The 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 specific categories are gonna have different weights depending on a person's taste. I hear you, but like, like realistically speaking, if you even rated the music as a one, you're still going to rate the other parts the way they are. Visuals is only the thing that you rated a 10 out of anything. <laughs> it's because I can, I can make more analogies, but they'd be kind of dirty. No, you can. So be it. I don't give a fuck. Finger blasting, whatever the fuck. Yeah, a, t- a ten is a ten, and you rated not. 
the only thing you gave a 10 was the visuals the visuals and there's so much more game more than the visuals dude dude but again i I, fucking view final fantasy 7 when broken down in the truest form uh 8.25 is a pretty legit number i mean when you when when we're talking armor core you we've never broken down that game and so be it who gives a fuck I know that at the end of the road, at the end of life, you and me, we're fucking 92, you and me. I'm still playing Armored Core. I'm going to play Final Fantasy And you know what? And if we did the scoring thing, it might rate lower than the scores that we gave to Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Maybe. You know what? When you say that, I, I thought about that because, okay, for instance, I love playing XCOM 2. Through and through. Um, the story is good, but not that great. And music's good, but not that great. Um, but I, I will still play that game over Final Fantasy VII for all the time. And, and as you as well, Ace Combat and Gran Turismo and such. I don't know. Maybe that gameplay should have a higher number. What do you think? I, I think gameplay should have a higher a higher You're right. You're a higher right. Rate. You're um, right. Because, because like you and me aren't playing Final Fantasy Seven. At the end of the day, when we get what we want out of it, we're not playing Final Fantasy Seven. Right. We're, we're playing Armor Core, Gran Turismo. For me, XCOM Two, Civilization, all that stuff. We're playing those games more over time. But Final so, Fantasy Seven is a great game. I mean, it's a great experience. I think uh, I think it's a great expression of a video that a video game can be art. You know, um, is it as good as as some other games? No, but but I think it, I think it's really representative, especially of like the Japanese art in three. You know. Yeah. Do you? But do you, but but then then you know what's a game that I'm still playing? Let's go back even further. Star Wars Rebellion. The graphics suck. You but know? you're still playing it. I still play it. I steamed it. And I fucking spent That's like- what I mean. So in the future, when we rate games, for, for now on, when we do reviews, we should give gameplay and reviewability. Say we do movies. We should double the score. Do you think? Uh, maybe think about you know how much weight. But is it also the number is also going to change depending on how many categories you have. So if no, you have no. let's keep it. Categories. Let's keep it to what categories we have. We only have what four. I mean, you could add as many categories as possible. But reality is, then yeah, I would double it. You could double it. Double it. I think doubling it would make it more even, right? Yeah, it, it would. It would. It would give it the weight of two categories. So it's yeah. like that. You could still assign it in one through ten, but it would be twice. Yeah, because like I mean, really high or really low. Because, I mean, you're you're playing Rebellion. I'm playing XCOM two, and it doesn't have as much weight as all the other categories that we have. This game, this game could have had the visuals and the music and all that stuff. But man, if it was like frustrating to play, if it was like way too fucking hard, if it was super Star Wars, you know, and and just like impossible to play through and frustrating and aggravating and just fuck this fucking game and the battle system sucked. It doesn't matter how good everything else is. That playability score would pull all that back down. It's true because, like, I'm like, I'm like, seriously, at the end of it, when I finish hard on all the settings, I'm still I, playing XCOM 2. 
I'll, yeah, I'll probably never pick up this game again. Yeah, so maybe triple? I think double might be enough. Because, because we're, we're rating the game on how we, how we perceive the story, the gameplay, the sound, and all that. But in reality, it cracks down to what we play. Because I'm playing XCOM 2. Seriously. Well, and XCOM 2 doesn't have good music. It's more about the gameplay. What you could do, mm. have us rate the games by your different scores. Because you, you did the same thing that a lot of game magazines do. They assign equal weights, right, to different aspects of the game, which meant that music is just as important as visuals. It's just as important. Which it's not. It's which not. Is not. It's fucking not, right? That's so how it's, important is gameplay? Because really, this cracks down the gameplay. It has to be super important. Look at Tetris. Yes. People are still playing that shit. So how important is gameplay? Two times more or two Well, that, that's what I'm saying. You would you would take all of our scores and then you would kind of like do the calculation at twice or three times, you know? You don't have to re rescore it. You know, you don't have to ask us over and over again. You just experiment with different weights until it starts to look right. Then you have us rank the games that we have in our in our in our in our in our libraries, you know? You have us pick uh, the top three games, the bottom three games, and the middle three games. All right. Know. No, no. This doesn't make sense because you got Final Fantasy VII. I love it. But you got Armor Core Answer 1. I'm playing Armor Core Answer 1. Okay. So you're saying that you would play that one more. So you would put that one just above it. Yeah, but that's only because of the gameplay, not the story. Yeah, It, it, would, take, it would take some numbers. Uh, no, no, no. So I, I have a theory. Now, you're, you're, conf- you're conflating it. I think the gameplay matters the most, and I think that has to be double the score. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so, so in the future, when we do this, when we do this in the future, because there's going to be more games, more movies that we watch. Ugh, I don't know the equivalent for gameplay and movies, but to say games, uh, I think we re- should double the score for gameplays. I think I think re- rewatchability and, and playability are very are very similar. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, for now on, we'll do gameplay rewatchability, uh, double the score because it just makes sense, right? Because Guardian of the Galaxy, I'm watching again, but when it comes to the Notebook, I'm only watching once. And although Notebook's a good movie, Guardian of the Galaxy, I'm gonna watch that more. Spider-Man Homecoming. I watched exactly. it once. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Exactly. I haven't put it back in my fucking Blu-ray player since. Exactly. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is more watchable than, say, Spider-Man 2. Yep. For Ragnarok, fucking uh, Winter Soldier. Exactly. Infinity War, Endgame. I've exactly. watched this over and over. Exactly. So, okay. For now on, for now on, we'll do rewatchability. Okay. For podcasts for we rewatchability. Or replay value, we'll du- we'll double, we'll double it. Because if because it doesn't make sense, right? Because here I am playing a fucking game that no one's ever heard of. Answer one: Nobody knows what that fucking game is, but I rather play that game than play Final Fantasy VII. And Final Fantasy VII is the hot topic. So here I am, me being a nerd, jacking off, eating Cheetos in the basement of my mother, and I'm like. What do I do? I'm I'm watching these two fucks talk, and they're saying that final. They're saying that Armor Core Answer One is way better than Final Fantasy Seven. 
And I'm like, what? That doesn't make sense because I'm so freaking retarded and I jack off all the time. What the fuck is, how was answer one so much better than Final Fantasy VII? I think that we should, re- we should create a double score just for that. For now, because this is the beginning of a podcast for we. This is the beginning. This is our third episode, and we're like, oh. this is a review of Final Fantasy VII. We're going to say the double. We're, uh, right now, we're going to stick to the scores that we have, and I did the average or whatever because I want to do the math because I'm drunk. But for now on, when we do replay of movies or replay of, of games, we should do double the score. We should yes. just, just say – out of one out of twenty, or should we no, just no. you keep it out of one out of ten? But you, but you times uh, two. Time, yeah, it, it would it would end up doubling in there. It'll it'll pull the average up. Yes, it'll, it'll pull the average up. All right, or cool. Down, or down, if you do it the way I'm telling you, because yeah, because if it's a two, if, if it's, it's a two, goes in there twice. Yes, yes, you know? because some <laughs> some things suck. Where we're like, oh, oh yeah, is... a game can look awesome, but just. Ugh. Yeah, you know, I don't want to mess with this shit. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. So, all right. So, what we got here is we rated Final Fantasy VII Remake. We got that at an 8.25 ever. We got a 7, me. I'm not going to do the math for the both of us, but if you agree with ever, it's a great game. If you agree with me, it's average. Because I think seven is an average. What do you think? Seven sounds like an average score. Are you asking me or are you asking your viewers? Sorry. No, in general. In general. <laughs> it's up to the viewers. It's not for you. Oh, well. That's what we have. What do you think? Oh, oh I meant to say. I, I meant to create this, this opportunity to talk about it. I only think that Final Fantasy VII Remake is the way it is. Is because of the COVID-19. So you think that the level of success that it's having right now has to do with the fact that everybody's at home? Yeah, because, okay, for instance, what other game that had hype around it came out at that time? I mean, you're right. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't think of anything else right now. And then it got me thinking, Final Fantasy VII, when it came out, PlayStation 1, what games came out? And I looked it up, nothing. Well, I also think it's the, the excitement that, because I never played it, I knew about it. It was yeah, different. but I didn't yeah. have a PlayStation One. You know, I was still stuck on a. On I agree. Four. I agree. So, yeah, I knew about it. I heard about it. My friends talked about it. They said how you know how awesome it was, but I never experienced it. And I, but I think that whole generation that did, um, okay. Star Wars Episode One, highly no. successful, right? Yeah. Uh, Not yeah. good. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Money. I agree. I watched it twice in theater. So, so w- you know, if you grade it on its merits, you know, it wasn't that great of a movie. But then again, all of us fanboys that were eager for that nostalgia, that wanted to see those fucking lightsabers go, yeah, and see Obi Wan, you know, alive and well, um, we all got really excited about it and went and watched it and said great things about it. And then as we got older, we were like, Jar Jar Binks. I know, right? <laughs> it is like metachlorians, midichlorians. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, you know what though? I, I have to say that seven. I, I don't. I don't think it. The remake. I don't think would have made as much 
say Call of Duty and Ghost Recon, those two new games, came out when Final Fantasy VII came out, and Destiny 2. Let's say Destiny 2. If those four games came out, Final Fantasy VII would have been left in dust. Because I've played all the Final Fantasies plus other Japanese RPGs, and there's a bunch of other, like Dragon Warrior. There's a bunch of other games that are good. It's just that Final Fantasy VII comes out, there's nothing else. There's no Dragon Warrior. There's no Octopath Traveler. There's nothing. There's no Call of Duty. Nothing. This well, is that uh, game. Think about this, too. Uh, double check my numbers on it. But uh, Fortnite had an event with Travis Scott putting on a concert in the middle of you know one of their battle royales. He just popped up and started singing. Whatever. Over 3 million people shared in that. I agree. But that, but that lends itself to your argument that it's because everybody's home. Yes. All yeah. the kids are home. All the yeah. adults that shit are home. Everybody's I home. wouldn't have known that we, until you said that. Well, because we don't play Fortnite. Because exactly. we have money and we play real games. But Exactly. <laughs> you know, it maybe, but that might have been something that we played when we were in high school. Yeah, was, but that's a weird thing. But 7, the way it came out, and there's a lot of bad parts to it that I think that were bad. But because of the fact that it came out where there's this crisis and all that shit, we're all playing, and there's no other games, it, it, it became a success. So therefore, when they come out with the sequel, I'm, af- I'm afraid of the fact that there's a lot of bad shit with this game that happened. That'll carry over and it won't have the protection of COVID. Exactly. 2024. Yeah, Exactly. What do you think? I, that's a possibility, man. I hope I hope they don't screw it up. I hope they don't screw it up. I hope I hope they do service to the people that played the original game. You know, like I was t- like I was talking about, you know, the the OG Star Trek timeline not getting thrown in the dump, you know, by Abrams uh, and and Picard. I know you didn't like it, but the fact that Picard exists, uh, uh. You know, acknowledges all the things that we grew up with watching is in terms of Star Trek. It's not dead. You know, you know the guy who made Final Fantasy VII in Kingdom Hearts is terrible at storytelling. He's so bad. And then it, it just creates these convoluted scenarios where you're just like, oh, I guess this is good. And then I have never known anyone who was like, yeah, this is a good story. But I want you to finish Picard so we can have a conversation on this <laughs> goddamn podcast for we. You need to finish Picard before right. we can talk about it. I'll get on it. All right. I mean, like, I know it's work, but just uh, stop playing Final Fantasy VII. Oh, I can't do that, man. I got to finish this hard thing. No. Uh, stop playing this goddamn game. Finish Picard so we can do another one next week or two weeks from now. Uh, when you start replaying hard mode, make sure you got all your shit leveled up before you Yeah, go Yeah, I know. I know. The whole Ooh. no item. Jesus Christ. No items? I use Turbo Ether like no other. No, I fucked up. I played all of Chapter 9 because I wanted to finish Chapter 9 to do the dress thing. I got to, I forgot you got to fight the Hell House. Finish <laughs> that fucking thing. Yeah. And, you're, and when you fight Hell House, you have to fight uh, three or four of the matches before, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you fight the first match in the Coliseum, the second match, then the finals, then yeah. the Hell House. By that time, you don't have any more MP, and you can't leave to do like any other side stories or anything. That's if you use MP. I'm all about staggering. 
like the ninety percent of the game that I play, I'm all about staggering. MP well, is not a thing. And the problem is, I didn't have my guys leveled up all the way. I didn't. It's have not about leveling up all the way. It's about the strategy of not using MP. My MP, it, it, I mean, yes, magic is cool, but most of the game that I play is all about stagger. Well, my my problem is, I didn't I didn't think that far ahead. So when I finally got to Hell House, each of my characters only had like thirty MP left. I be- I believe it. I was fucked. If and you're so fucking went- relying on magic, that's what's gonna happen. But if you're relying on focus, anytime the word focus happens, and then whatever the attack is with each character, you're all about staggering. Focus blah is all about staggering. So like when you're you're fighting a person, if each three of the characters are all about ATB up. You know, the, right. and then focused attack, like fo- Barrett's focused blast, isn't about doing uh, damage. It's, it's about, about gra- yeah. yeah, it's about staggering. So ninety percent of the game is about fucking staggering. So yeah. if if you're focused that way, other than ma- magic is cool, but when I played this game beginning with, it was all about staggering and then using magic staggering. Well, that's where I fucked up. I mean, yeah. I was just ripping through people yes. with magic. I was like, rah, yes. rah, 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 yes. rah. and then yes. I got to the yes. house and I was like, oh shit. And I didn't have a game save at the beginning of all that to go to because I was saving at the end of each match. I agree. And you I, know what? A lot of this game was, I didn't understand a lot of it. I just assumed from when I was playing, I was like, it's all about staggering and then doing damage. Yeah, you're so right. if you if you design your characters to stagger to do damage, then you'll do well because yep. Hell House. By the time you hit Hell House, that's when you first use your magic spell. Yes, and then you know arcane arts and all that. That's and really just, the only way to stagger the motherfucker. You have to you have to hit him with the opposite of whatever he's using. Nah, no, you want to stagger him and then attack him with what he needs. I ended up having to look at videos, dude. I mean, I'm I'm. All, uh, to avoid a one-hour battle, you got to stagger them with magic. Yeah. All right. All right. You go <laughs> with that. You go with that. But focused attacks, all the focused attacks, create the stagger higher. See, That's... I, I didn't. I didn't develop those. And I no, I know, I know. But each character has the word "focused." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, and. That is what creates your stagger, not the magic. I mean, yes, you're right. You're right, right. Magic, of course, gets you to that point yeah, longer, yeah, yeah. faster. But it's really it's really the abilities to focus. And I figured that out before hard mode. I mean, that's that's where I got it all from. Yeah, but once I figured it out, I was like, oh, shit, you got to focus. So all three characters are supposed to be focused. And then what, what it is is, like, so you have three characters, right? Tifa does a focus, whatever the fuck. You you hit focus, and then you go to the other character. You constantly got to switch. That is what I like about the battle mode. Yes. Originally, when you played Final Fantasy VII, uh, the old game, it, it didn't matter. You just stick to Cloud and you do whatever. And Tifa, who gives a fuck? Barrett, who gives a fuck? The only reason why I used other characters is because they were cool. But really, you were just using Tifa, uh, Cloud. Uh- this game is so cool because I really like using Tifa. I'm constantly using her as my name. Yeah. She's... Just because she does combos. It's just, the only time I switch off of her is when I'm doing uh, a special. 
like a like a dolphin dolphin uppercut or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that dolphin upper uppercut works pretty good. Yeah. Um, towards uh, well, when you're in the stagger. Yeah, but it's cool. Um, whenever you do a character's uh, long-winded attack, you just move on to the next character. So you let them yeah. do it. They go start it, shift, start it, shift. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, you know what? That's what I like about this game. And I have to say, the only reason why people like this game more is because there's nothing else. Because Final Fantasy Fifteen did all this. <laughs> I, I mean, See, no, I, I know. You know why you didn't play Final Fantasy 15? Because Call of Duty came out. Fucking uh, Red Dead Redemption came out. All these games came out. The, Final Fantasy 7 is a great game. I love it to death. I'm just saying, the only reason why it came out and it, as popular as it is is because there's no other game. Assassin's Creed um, Black Flag came out at play, when PlayStation 4 first launched. I had already played it on PlayStation 3. I, I went the distance. So when it came out on 4, I was like, oh, it's the same game. And I'm playing it, and Anthony and Weto and all those fuckers were playing it. And they were like, this is the best game ever. And I'm like, <laughs> Assassin's Creed been around for a while. If you had played Assassin's Creed 3, you'd be set. That's a way better game. Assassin's Creed 4, which you're playing now, isn't that great? Final Fantasy VII is a good game. Don't get it twisted. It's a good game. But there was a hundred games before this that are way better than this. There's Final Fantasy X, there's Final Fantasy XII, there's Final Fantasy XIV. These games are way better than this game that came out right now. You think X huh? is better? Ten is way better. Shit, Jesus Christ. The, because, because why are we playing Final Fantasy VII? It's the battle... The battle, the 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 way the the battle is the battle like the, the gameplay. Yeah, you like the gameplay, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the story, whatever. Let's not let's not argue that. But the gameplay is good. But you play Final Fantasy X. The way the gameplay is, it's just better. Final Fantasy X two. The gameplay is better. Final Fantasy fifteen. I have to say, they stumbled and they made better in seven. But there was other 13, 13 was good too. 12 was good. 11 was good. There's a lot of Final Fantasies that are really good. Final Fantasy Tactics that are good. It's just that there's no other game and you have 7. 7 comes out, there's emptiness. And you're like, oh, this is such a good game. But there's other games that are better than this. They won't get those accolades because when these games came out, Tactics, um, 7, 10, what's, 9, what's, what's 8. The next what? What's the next game? Like, what's the next big game that's coming out? Well, shit, they made so much money off of this game. They're going to make a Final Fantasy VII. No, I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about, like, what's the next game? What's the next game that we're looking forward to? You mean Squaresoft or in no, general? in general. Well, shit, dude. This game isn't in generally the best game ever. Like, think about that, it. That's the what I'm only... saying. But, but, but no, I'm, I'm actually agreeing with your point right now. I'm trying to think. What's the next game on the horizon that I'm looking forward to buying? At that point, you make me want to get into a bathtub. Let me, let me explain <laughs> this to you. Want to get into a bathtub? Turn the water really warm, right? About ninety-eight point degrees. Want to slip my wrists, right? So let the blood come out, and then die. Because because 
there has been no word about another game. There's Last of Us 2, there's this game, there's that game. There's nothing. There's no fucking nothing because the fucking world ended, bro. <laughs> COVID fucking 19 happened. And ever, goddamn Nava, you know as much as I know. I haven't heard anything about the next game. Yeah, I was looking forward to Iron Man VR, but... Mm-hmm. I was looking forward to Last of Us 2. Uh, no, no. You haven't played it, but bro, if that came out and there was nothing else, you'd be playing it, right? I don't... I'd probably pass on that one. No, you say... Wait, shit. Have you played Last of Us? I have. Uh, I, I, did, I couldn't play through the whole... I was, it was too fucking depressing, man. I was just like... No, no, I know, no, but you have Final Fantasy fucking seven. I'm just saying, seven doesn't exist. You say you have no other games. Last of Us. Well, is I mean, you're good. putting in the box now. Yeah. No, yeah, but I'm. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Seven isn't that good. The only but, reason why you like seven is because there's nothing else. But no, I mean, I was playing Witcher. I don't think I'd put down Witcher to play Last of Us too. I'll take your word for it. But seven has a lot of hype behind it. Yeah, that, I think I probably bought in part of the hype, but Witcher, Witcher's pretty good. But there, but the hype, the hype behind Seven is so extreme. Again, uh, before I played the demo, I was not buying Final Fantasy Seven. Okay, okay. When when the demo came out, and uh, I forget if it was Anthony or Adrian texted, <sighs> demo was out. I downloaded the demo. I was like, let's see what's up. Played it. I was like. This is what I was looking for after Dragon Age. Um, yeah, combat uh-huh. ride. Yeah. And it, it looked amazing. So I was like, I'm buying this fucking game. I ordered it right then. You know, I pre-ordered it right then after after finishing the demo. Okay. So, you know, I, I but I don't know. A demo would have to come out of Last of Us 2 to make me say, I want to play this game. I For the story, I don't feel like playing a depressing all right, game. All right, all right. Listen, listen I'm going <laughs> to tell you this right now. Play seven to your heart's content. Get to the point where you're done with it. Then play. Tw- then play this Last of Us. Play it. I mean, whatever version you need to get. Ask me or Adrian. We'll give you the high definition version. I, I no, I have the PlayStation Pro remastered. I have one. okay. Look, look. When you're done with seven, be done with it. Be done with it. Play se- But Last of Us is really at that level. It I, is. It, it just is. I believe no, no, no. it. It's depressing. I'm just, place, I'm just not in a place, you know, emotionally where I can handle that fucking game. No, I agree. I agree with you. When you when you finish seven and you're done with it, you're done with it. Which only, I mean, like realistically, with the time that we have with this COVID nineteen, that'll be within a month. There's no way you can go past where you're at. I mean, like you only play hard game so much and do the same thing over and over and over. But if you could just play 12, I can guarantee it, you will be where we're at. Because 12 is, I mean 12. Last of Us is at that level. Because the story is way higher than what this is. And I, the I, the I, gameplay I, is really good. It's simplistic. It's, I, it's I, not I, like I, a complicated I, thing. I, you I, will love You will love Last of Us. I'm sure I will. But I... I I'll get there someday. I just... I agree. I'm just saying, just play seven to your heart's content. Be bored with it. That's where you need to be. Be bored with it. Once you get bored with it, 
play Savit, uh, Last of Us, and then just oh, I need play to finish it. The Witcher, dude. I need to finish Witcher. I haven't finished it yet. Which is good. Last of Us is better in the sense that it, it's an experience because you have to have bad to have good because any game you play where good shit happens doesn't work. Bad it's, shit happens in Witcher too, but uh, no, 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 no. Nothing beat. Nothing beats your daughter dying. I know. That's why, dude. And then your friend dying. And I, don't know. I mean, no, no, no. That shit happens, and then you grow from that. I mean, it gives you hope. I, I mean, there, it was a zombie thing too. I. It doesn't have to be zombies. It literally could have been aliens. It doesn't matter. Yeah, what it I, matters is somebody who lost something, and that's that's the beauty of it. And then from there, you 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 regain this this growth. And and then you get to a point many hours later where you're like, I don't want to lose what I've lost. And that is what makes this game better. Can I can I get to the same point by watching The Last of Us the movie? God, I wish they wouldn't make a movie. And you're right. Can I get to the same place? You know? Yeah, no, I agree. If they made a fucking movie, you're right. Well, here's the thing. Oh. Red Dead Redemption. The first, the uh, the first one, not part two. The first one, you're playing as John Marston. You know, you could conceivably get to the same place watching a movie about. No, it. no, no, no. You have a TV but, show. But uh, yeah, or a long TV show. No, too. you have to have a TV show. The only reason why, and I say this, is because you establish this relationship with the character. Yes, you yes, cannot yes. establish that with Trigon. Trigon did the same thing, you know. Exactly. Trigon didn't really get to like. You couldn't a, get that. You couldn't yeah, get no, that no, with no. the TV you show. You got to serialize it a little bit, you know. You got to have some adventures with. It. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. But as a video game, that game was fun too. You had oh, time, you had Dead yeah. Eye. You were riding mm-hmm. horses. You were exploring. You did. There was all these other things that you could do and experience through the game that you would not get in a movie. I agree. Um. As I was playing The Last of Us, I've, I, 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 I wouldn't feel it, dude. The game. You know what? Was- I have to say, I have to say, it's it, it's all about the time in which you play it. Right now, you have Final Fantasy. VII. That's what I'm getting at. Final Fantasy VII, you have, right now. I, when we pre-ordered, when I pre-ordered the game, it was still the beginning of March. We weren't locked down yet. Yeah. No. We weren't locked down yet. It was getting there. Uh, I was still working, dude. Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You could have been out there, but we hey, weren't put in look, yet. Look, bro, you could have bought it, and then we could have not like locked down, and you wouldn't be where you're at. The fact that you got locked down, I don't know, and then, then you were. I got a lot of other stuff I could do. I could, I could have, I could have just said, nah, "This game's alright." I'm gonna go back to Witcher. I have not wanted to go back to Witcher yet. Until yeah, beat this but, game. yeah. No, the gameplay is pretty good. I'm not gonna and lie. Then, and then, but I did, I'm just saying. It, it's COVID nineteen. There's I no fucking way because I wanted to change some speakers in my car. I put the game down. I uh, put the Witcher down because I wanted to put a wing on my car. Uh, I'm, you know, I've just been working on my my cars, you know, and taking breaks on that or doing stuff right here around the around the pad, working too. Uh, this is an engaging but, game, other than the Witcher. The Witcher is about life and then playing, and then uh, COVID nineteen yeah, hits, yeah. and there's just nothing else to do. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say that it isn't a factor, but I don't know. I I think I would have liked the game, the same, with or without COVID. 
Hard to tell. It's an approvable factor. <laughs> oh no, dude! I've been I've been pretty active. I've had a lot to do. But, yeah, uh, there's a lot to do, and there's a lot to do. Think about it. When you're forced to work, that takes up time. When you're forced to do work outside of work, that takes up time. And then you have to be you ha really have to make critical choices when you when you have that chunk of time of work. Work, boom, done. That time is gone. Now you only have like an hour to play video games. Maybe even two. Maybe even three if you sacrifice some sleep. That, that's a real thing. Sacrifice creates what you want. Not what you want, but what you need. You're like, fuck, I will play Witcher. I will play Last of Us. I will play Final Fantasy. Shit's different when you have free time. You have no free time. It's it's yeah. it's whatever the fuck. It's I have to create a lesson plan. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. When the reality is, you have time to do whatever you want. It's different when you have to prioritize. And right now, you don't have to prioritize. You just don't because you have time to move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And that's why I think Final Fantasy VII shines on more than the others. I mean, if it was Last of Us, that would be different. Because uh, Weto, Weto has, has played Final Fantasy VII back in the day, all right? right. And I, I emailed him, I texted him, and I said, what the fuck, what's going on? He says he's not playing this game because he has other games to play because Final Fantasy VII really isn't a thing that is now. It, when Final Fantasy VII came out, it was like the game. There was nothing else. It wasn't that great of a game. It really wasn't. It's people resonated or they didn't resonate. Weta was one of those people. He played the game. It's fun. He did all these things. Did he play the demo? Yeah, no, no. He played the demo. But what I'm saying is, when Final Fantasy VII, the original game, came out, it wasn't that special. It just wasn't. It's just that some people played it more than the others. Me as well. Fast forward 20 years. Here comes a remake. Um, I play it because I played the original. He played it. He played the original, but he doesn't care. However, if it was Metal Gear Solid, the remake, you wouldn't be playing it. I would maybe play it. That's where we're different. I don't know. I don't know if I'd play it. No, but what I'm saying is yeah, no, I there's no other games out. There's only one game out. Metal Gear Solid, the remake. A lot of hype. You have no other games. What are you doing with your life? You're going to play it. Not as much... Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Final Fantasy VII comes out, not much in life, <sighs> a lot of hype behind it. Who's playing it? The people who there's nothing else to do. There's it's just... like I have Marvel. I have Marvel Spider-Man right there, and I haven't been playing it. We're talking about games. That's what I'm saying. Marvel Spider-Man. Yeah, I know, but like, let's be realistic here. You got Final Fantasy VII. Um, we're talking about remakes. Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, no, no. Spider-Man, I get you. Yeah, but that's not... It doesn't have as much um, gravitas as, say, Final Fantasy VII back then and, and Metal Gear Solid back then because those are both two PlayStation yeah, yeah, games. Yeah. Right. They're, they're very famous. Now, there's me that's playing it because I, I played that and I played Metal Gear Solid and I would have I played both. But Weto, on the other hand, has played both. But he didn't buy Final Fantasy VII the Remake because he's got other games he's playing. 
I think he's doing other things too. I mean, he's been drawing a lot. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we play what we play. You're right. If it was a good game of essence, of game of we got to play this game, you would have bought it. He didn't. The reason why he didn't is because it doesn't have that gravitas. Now, as I say, if Metal Gear Solid, the remake, say that came out, you wouldn't have bought it. Uh, maybe Adrian would have bought he's, it. Maybe. He's also working and commuting. I think he's working six days a week, too. No, dude, we're all fucking working. Dude, we're all working. Thank you. Anthony is a banker. Adrian as a whatever the fuck he does. You and, and me. We're all working. We're only going to pick the games we're going to pick. Now, the only reason why I think Final Fantasy VII got where it was is because there's no other games. And Weddle, on the other hand, is of that he sees Final Fantasy VII, he's like, whatever. He, and he played seven. He's not about that hype. Right. And, 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 I don't think it, he ever has been. No, I agree. But if Metal Gear Solid, no shit, if Metal Gear Solid come, I don't think you would bought it. If they remade that. You don't think I would buy it? No, I don't think you would because that's not your game. Yeah, no. I mean, I played two and I was... Yeah, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is you wouldn't play it, but I would. But if there was nothing else to do... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Final Fantasy VII isn't that great of a game. Uh, I don't know, man. Time will tell. Time will tell. I mean, I would, like, like I said, and like we, we kind of talked about, that replayability is going to be a factor. You know? Dude, we're done. After hard mode, we're done. Yeah, I think so too. And then when Final Fantasy Seven, the second disc or whatever they call it, comes out, yeah, we're all gonna play well, I'm, that. I'm a day one buy on that too, but yeah, that might be another one. I just play it once and uh... yeah, but like, like what I'm saying is this game isn't that great. The only reason why you're playing it is because of the hype, and there's nothing else to come out with, like Assassin's Creed Four. When Black Flag came out, Assassin's Creed on PlayStation 4 came out, it, everyone was playing it. It's the best game ever. I'm like, it's good. It's not the best game ever. I mean, Assassin's Creed 3 was better. And you're like, yeah, you're stupid. And then Assassin's Creed 5 comes out. Origins, no one buys that shit. Everyone who bought 4 does not buy Origins. I think Origins came out too close to Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Exactly. If it was of merit, then people would buy that fucking thing. Final Fantasy VII, the only reason why it's where it's at is because no, there's no other game. But if it comes out with Call of Duty, say Call of Duty comes out, or Destiny 2, or uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, this game does not exist. You're not buying Final Fantasy VII Remake if Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out. Yeah, that'd be a battle. No, you're not buying it if Destiny 2 comes out. You're I mean, not buying it if Call of Duty comes out, Modern Warfare, the new Well, see, remake. that's the other thing. It's the shared experience. Those, those games are, 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 well, except for now Red Dead. How about this? Grand Theft Auto 6. You say that you're buying that game because you shared that experience. I'm saying this. If, for you, for you particularly, I'm going to say, if Final Fantasy VII came out, and the remake of Call of Armor Core first answer. Exactly, it's not that good. Like, okay, so let's just say Anthony. Anthony's playing, right? Is that good, or Armored Core is that good? 
And no, 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 I'm saying because if it, if it's that good, every gamer that we Everybody know, it, yeah, exactly. So so Anthony is living his life, living his best life, fucking everything. Final Fantasy VII comes out, and then Armored Core um, first answer comes out. He's buying Final Fantasy VII because it's more popular. Okay, let's just say Gran Turismo comes out, right? The remake, and everyone fucking played the goddamn game of that. If Final Fantasy comes out, he's playing Gran Turismo. Period, bro. He's playing Gran Turismo. Call of Duty comes out. Final Fantasy VII comes out. Remake. He's playing Call of Duty. That's just the way it is. That's why I'm saying Call of Duty isn't that great. I mean, Final Fantasy isn't that great. I mean, I love the game. It's who I am. I love the game. But I'm saying the only reason why people are playing it is because there's nothing else out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see that. I mean, I could see it would not be as successful if it weren't for COVID-19. Again, the, the, exactly. the Tiger King analogy. You know? Exactly. Tiger would King be- wouldn't be such a good documentary if it wasn't for COVID-19. Yeah, I mean, because it they both have their faults, but but again, I mean, that's that's not to say that it's not a a, a really good game. Um, yeah, no, 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 it's a good game. It's just that there's better games out there. Like Final Fantasy X is a better game to fit in than this game. Final yeah. Fantasy Twelve is better than this game. I didn't, Final, fin- I didn't Final- finish ten, but I I I got over ten when I hit that chocobo field or that field of whatever. I was like, uh, I'm done. Yeah, you know? I hear, I hear you. But, but, but I'm, I'm saying like, is, I was 19 years old, so you know. I'm, I know, but like, let's say COVID 19 happens, and you have Final Fantasy 15. Uh, no, no, I almost vomited when I said that. No, say so you have COVID 19 happens, you have Final Fantasy 7 remake, and you have a Final Fantasy uh, 10 remake. 10 is better. It just is. Final Fantasy twelve. It's just a better game. Thirteen is a better game. It, it, it's it's a better game. These are better games. But why, then, why, why would you rate ten better than seven? Because it has a better story, it has better gameplay, it has better side missions, it has better everything. Oh, shit. It just does. It's just that seven comes out. It's a remake. It has that fluff to it. Everyone's gonna play it. But ten is just better. Like story story wise. The reason you're playing the fucking game, it's just better. There's nothing better than I have to kill the bad guy, and when I kill the bad guy, I'm dead too. And then the main character is like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. I love you. What are you doing? Wait, why are you dying? You held this back from me? I wouldn't have killed the bad guy if this was a thing. You're you're dead. I'm going to hug you. Oh, wait, I can't feel you. You're dead. That's a big deal. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing, nothing worse than the main character dying to kill the main bad guy, and he knows it. And the and the other main character's like, oh, "Wait, I love you. What are you? Where are you going? Wait, wait. Oh, I knew it this the whole time. If I killed, if we didn't kill the main bad guy, you wouldn't die. Uh, are you it, getting shit away from me? Huh?" Are you ruining shit for me? Yeah, dude, I'm speaking very vaguely. I'm just saying. <laughs> but the thing is, I know stuff already. No, you don't. I'm just saying, like, nothing beats sacrifice to do the greater good. I mean, that 
that is a thing that exists and then creating that that what is the greater good i mean like from beginning to end it creates this whole who you love and what you do to love i mean like if you don't kill the main bad guy do you love that person because like the person you love you will do anything for them you know and if you don't kill the main bad guy i mean this is like it, it, that's pretty extreme this shit final fantasy 7 is more about if i kill the bad guy that's it. I mean, you know, what the fuck? It's, it's, it's not even the same thing. You know? That doesn't exist in any story that you've ever heard of where if I kill the main bad guy, it shows that I love you, but at the same time, I lose you. I mean, that is reality. That is the quintessential love. I love you, I have to lose you. I mean, that's, that's fucking extreme. I'm trying to think of Sure there's something out there i just can't think of it right now no you can't that's too de- that's too deep that's too extreme i i love you i'm gonna have to kill this person oh i killed this person you're gone but i love you if i didn't kill this it's a conundrum right and that is the purest of story making the like i want something but i have to do something that takes that something away but for me to do that, that mean that demonstrates my love for that something. But does, that, does it have to be there to make something awesome? And, no, it doesn't. But it makes it what, what makes it grandiose. I mean, yes, I love the thing, and then I kill a bad guy, and then I love you. Good, but nothing beats if I love you, then I let you go. Nothing beats that because that is really what humanity is. Humanity is a big deal of contradictions contradictions of i love you but if i love you to show you that i love you i sacrifice everything jesus christ all that good stuff i mean that that's the beauty of everything the yeah. reason why it's such a big deal is because it doesn't exist but I don't, as much. People, I don't think people play games to get to that level of deepness no i agree with you and that's why these games etch on for all eternity is because it gives you that tragedy the thing that could have been avoided but that wasn't avoided i mean yeah when 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 it, when a game when a game goes outside of just being a game you know but outside of just being tetris or sonic the hedgehog well, yeah, yeah. That's, when you start, that's when you start stepping into greatness you know mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm, but i don't mm-hmm. i don't think there's a big enough consumer base that's looking for that type of substance out of their game i think they just want fun no, I hear you with that. On, on, when it comes to fun, I get you. Fucking uh, Animal Crossing. Or... Yeah, yeah, no, no. Eating pudding is tasty, but what really makes you remember that pudding is the day you ate the pudding with the one you love. And that's what separates these games. And Final Fantasy VII isn't a game of Wendy's. It's game of Wendy's with the person you love on the day of your dad dying, but you still found love. I mean, that is the thing, the quintessential thing that makes these games live for eternity. Uh, Final Fantasy VII isn't Final Fantasy VII. I mean, like, we're not talking Tekken. We're not talking Street Fighter. We're not talking about some fucking game. We're talking about a game that creates an emotion that etches for all eternity. And you beat, you beat the game, you're like, God damn, I wish I could be with that one woman, but I can't be with that woman. And then you have this remake. 
And then you're like, holy shit, there's a chance. And that's what keeps you going to the second game. Uh, probably the third game. That is what makes shit important. And so when you when you play a game or watch a TV show, the thing that matters, that makes it different from all the other things is, does the good guy get the bag? The good guy get with the girl? Yes. But when when it's the good guy that get doesn't get with the girl, but he could have, but because he loves her so much, he doesn't. That's what lives for all eternity. When when Han Solo goes, what what, what when Luke, when Leia goes, I love you. Han Solo goes, I know. He doesn't say I love you back. But if he says I love you back, it kind of cements the thing. Doesn't make it the real thing. But he goes, I know you do. And then he turns. Yeah, into a real character that. It, it stayed true to the character, and so yes. was, he turns into carbon. Carbon. It. He turns into the fucking thing, and then it's done. He's gone. He's gone forever. For all you know, Empire Strikes Back ends. You don't know. He's dead. For all you know, Leia uh, says she loves her. Unrequited love is the best of all loves, and then a shit ends. And then we got Return of the Jedi, and then whatever the fuck. But before that. It's the most magical moment. It's, I love you. Because he says, I love you. Like, hey, yeah, let's get together. Empire Strikes Back. You know, they're, they're having this thing. He finally gets what he wants. And then he says, <laughs> I know. Because he knew the whole time. And then the fucking thing ends. And that's what makes it so much powerful. It's, and, and you got Final Fantasy VII, same thing, fucking thing. I'm just saying, like, I mean, that's the biggest thing in all all things is the un- unrequited love is the uh, I love you, and, that, and that's why that. that's why I was uh, that's why I was kind of going on um, about video games as, as, a, as an art form and starting to be recognized as an art form when these aspects of it, the story aspects of the games become part of it too, you know, and you can actually dig into those pieces. Yes. Otherwise, otherwise it is just Tetris and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, exactly. And there's a level of art to those too, but you know, it's uh, a lot more abstract. But but here, um, a lot of things that are in cinema that people would consider art: sound design, music design, writing, producing, editing. You know, shit. Even camera work now. I mean certain scenes have different camera moves and stuff on them so cinematography in video games is 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 becoming a thing too um all of these need to get factored into whether or not a game is good or not but again we come back to this thing about playability how many people want to play the game for playability or how many people want to play the game because hey there's an opportunity to save somebody or make a different choice or have a different outcome um, I don't know. And then how many people are playing it again? Like you said, because there's shit, there ain't nothing to do. And uh, you know, it would be nice though if they created a situation where you playing the game to feel that moment. I don't know, man. I was I was entertained. I was engaged. Um, I was challenged. Uh, yeah, the game has been fun. No, no, no. But like what I'm saying is like when Final Fantasy VII happened, uh, you would, you, uh, in 97, you play the game, you beat it, whatever. And uh, there's emotional moments where you're like, whoa, 
you know, and you wanted to feel those moments again because they don't exist in reality. There's no TV show that you can watch and you can feel those emotions of like she dies, or he dies, or this happens. And like I, I always come back to Lost because there are points in that in that show where you rewatch it. Not 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 play a video game or anything like that. You rewatch it because you want to feel those moments again. Like when John Locke says, "You can't tell me what I can do," and people are telling you, "You're in a fucking wheelchair, dude. You can't go camping. What the fuck are you thinking?" There's something to that where the character, you, you, the person who thought in their life, you know, like. There's many a time where someone told me I can't do something and then I can overcome it. And so therefore you watch this fucking show or app or app or, or lost. You watch it and you're like, yeah, man, you can't tell John Locke what to do. He could do whatever he wants to do and whatever the fuck. Right. And um, in this game, I mean, there's there. When, play, when Final Fantasy VII happened, there was a lot of times where you're just like, fucking, you know, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell, you can't tell me this is it. You know, this is it. This is the end of her. She has all these limits. She could do this. She could do that. Why, why does she have to fucking die? You know? And, like, I'm not trying to spoil the fucking game. I'm just saying, like, when they showed me the uh, whispers, you know, you destroy the arbitrator of fate, um, I literally had a pause. I was like, wait, are you telling me that I can, I, I can save her? I mean, you just guaranteed me to buy the two other games the same. So, I don't know. I mean, was that a clever piece of writing then? Yeah, it, it got me hooked, I have to say. And, uh, you know, a lot of the things that we felt, you know, be it games or movies and stuff, I... I I'll venture to say it had a lot to do with whatever was going on with us at the time. Mm. Um, yeah, I agree. Ninety-seven. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's it's a couple years after I met you, you know, in middle school. Yeah, yeah. And I know, I know where 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 I was for sure, you know, and and uh, you know, still getting to know you guys. Yeah. We become super tight, really, until you know ninety-nine and then two thousand, you know. And, after that, fucking brothers, right? Yeah. But um. But I know, I know. For me, thinking about '97, you know, in the context of us, I know we had a lot of stuff going on, you know. And uh, when I was playing The Last of Us, I had a lot of stuff going on. I couldn't. I didn't want to finish that damn game. I was like, you know what? I can't do this right now. Um. I remember watching, you know, I'm, I'm Star Wars movies. I remember being a little kid, you know, and my, my, the full energy of my imagination being at work and accepting everything that I was seeing on the screen as, as real, you know, and I, I, I remember, you know, being, you know, belly down on the floor like this, watching TV, watching Top Gun for the first time at home, my grandparents' house, you know, so I, I think, like you said, you know, it's not just Wendy's, it's Wendy's with, you know, that person that made it special, you know, on the day that you really needed that person to be there. Mm-hmm. And whatever, whatever context is happening around us is going to shape our remembering of that thing. 
so was Final Fantasy VII that great. You know? And that's kind of hard to tell because you kind of can't take your own lens off of it. What were you going through in 97? What were things that you wish you could have changed in 97? What were the things that you could have done going forward in 97? You know, 97, what did you want to be like when you grew up? How much control over your life did you want to have? What kind of friends did you want to have? You spent three discs in that fucking game and who knows how many hours developing all those friendships and stuff, longing for maybe that to be the way it is. You know? And I think a lot of the people that bought the game were probably about our age. I mean, I think we're in that key demographic for this damn game. You know, that that was the game back then. Again, the, probably the only reason I didn't play it was because we didn't have a, play, a PS1. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it, too. That's crazy that you just summed up our whole life experience to who we were at the time to play the game and I'm like fucking punching you in the face saying this is who we are now and what this game is and I'm like right now I'm explaining that at this time 2020 the only reason why this game is good is because of who we are now if a hundred games were coming out or COVID-19 wasn't a thing this game wouldn't be where it's at but in 97 where it was at it's who we were. I mean, the games weren't coming out. You know, I mean, there's not that many games coming out. It's who we were at the time. Well, think That's, of seven also, I mean, we were kids. We didn't have a whole lot of money to spend on this game or that game. Or exactly. That game. We because, got the one game. We had to choose the one game, and that's yeah. it. And, that and was it. That was our own COVID-19. <laughs> Literally nothing else to do because you blew your wad. On yeah, that's it. That's it. And, there's, and, it's not like Final Fantasy VII. When Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out, say there's six other games, we're buying six other games. Hey, we got the money for it. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. If we have the freedom financially to do it, uh, if we had the freedom right now to do other things, I'd be at the beach or I'd be, you know, at, I was going yeah, to go to Disneyland, man. I dude, to really? Like, if this, I'm telling you, that's, what, that's my thing is that if this game came out when, like, say COVID 19 wasn't a thing, if this game came out, we wouldn't be playing this game as much. Hey, I would probably play it, but not with the fervor that I'm playing it right now. Yeah, no, but seriously, we wouldn't be playing it as much. Like, things would happen. Like, life is a real thing. You know what I did this weekend? Mm. I watched all four Lethal Weapon movies. Oh, I feel, oh my God, that feels good. We made my heart feel good. Oh, yes, dude. Every single one of those movies awesome feel good feel good from one to two to three to four they feel good yeah i I hear the song in my head as you say it yeah Yeah. jamming on it you know uh, and 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 it was like spending time with old friends i know right you know that's what it feels like when we talk about when we do this podcast and we we talk about things it really is lethal weapon four when you say you know are you friends no, we're family. You know, yeah, at the, very, at the very end. I mean, just and then when Jet Li's like, you know, his brother dies, so he's fucking pissed. And then when Mel gives a little that fucking homeboy, he's like, "Look, 
jackass. What do you do with the thing with the gun? How do you do with the thing with the gun? <laughs> How do you do with the thing with the gun? The only You're reason right. why we're gonna fight is because I don't understand what he did with the gun. Let's go ask him. <laughs> you know, yeah. they got their own way of communicating. Oh, that was but, such a good but, movie. But uh, but again, you know, and and I I shared that with somebody. You know, I watched the uh, I watched the full movies with somebody else, and um, and they were like, oh my gosh, I never I how could I have never watched these movies before? Um, those are great outside of time. Yes. We'll have to see. <laughs> what happens with Final Fantasy VII outside of time to see if it if it holds up? You know, comparing <laughs> those those two things, Metal Gear Solid. I mean, Lethal Weapon and Final Fantasy VII. They're uncomparable because Lethal Weapon yeah. itself is a, a a thing because it is family. It is it is the quintessential who we are as people and friends and family because. Who's a, who? Uh, Joe Joe Pesci is his, what, what's his name? The it's okay. Who's that guy with the blonde hair? Uh, in part three, uh, Joe Pesci, Leo Getz. Joe Leo so, Getz. Leo Getz is 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 like a magical person because he's he's a friend. He's irritating and uh, he's trendy. He's that guy you know. And then uh, wait a minute, I would venture. That the two stories are actually a little bit closer together than you think. What do you mean? Because Lethal Weapon has a lot of they're they're kind of outcasts, you know. Riggs, because he's a psycho, nobody wants to work with him. Really? Yes. Well, I mean, yes. Well, I, I mean, mean they established that. They re- they established that. But black guy, who was he? He was the older guy that was closer to retirement, who also had had already gone through partners that it didn't work out with, you know? And he was an older guy with younger guys running around. There's a guy talking about being an 80s guy, and he's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, right? So 80s man is sensitive, 80s man is this and that. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I'm I'm old, I'm grown, I've got my family, you know, all you other dudes are... What I loved loved about it is that he was a welcomely... He was a... he was an outcast because back then, you know, black people and shit, they were outcasts. And he was, he was welcoming in his family. We're talking Lethal Weapon. One. Welcome one. one. Welcome him at first. Yeah. No, no, no. And Lethal Weapon 1, he was, he, was he, he was his own person out. He, um, he had a, a family, yes. What's a black yeah. guy's name? Uh, Riggs, right? <laughs> Mel Gibson was Riggs. No, no, no. The, the black Eddie guy. Eddie Glover was Murtaugh. Murtaugh, yeah. Murtaugh was his own guy because he was black. So he was kind of an outcast in in the sense that he was black. And he welcomed uh, Riggs into his family, the suicidal motherfucker into his family. He did. He did. Eventually. Eventually. In, in, in part one, he eventually. In part two, yes, yes, yes. In part two it's, more, it's more in depth where they're doing laundry and shit. And three, it gets yes. even deeper. But what I liked about it is that you have this outcast of who we are. Where you got the outcast, and you got this this whole family dynamic, where you accept the even crazier fucking person, you know, because because Bertak was like a, a black guy in the fucking eighties, and in the eighties, you know, black people are you know like where they're at now, and they were not as accepted, and so like he was like fucking like offensive and shit like that, and so you have this fucking white guy doing ninja. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it maybe not outcast, but more misfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mifits grow together. People that don't fit in the conventions, 
who yeah. fight each other. Yeah. You know, yeah. And really tight. Yes. You know, yes, that's why we fucking resonate with that movie so much. And then you got one to two, and two of their family, fucking family. Period. Yeah, by the end of two, yeah, they're tight. And then, yeah, exactly. And then, and like to the point where, like, break the law, take this money, South African. <laughs> and then part three, they're fucking, fucking lovers, if anything. And then Leo Getz gets in there. And then you're thinking, how can you make this deeper than it is? Leo Getz is in there, and he's just a piece of shit white guy. And how does he equate to this equation? And and by five four, they're a fucking family. Well, he becomes he becomes a thing that kind of brings Riggs around to marrying with the frog, with the frog story. Yeah, in part four. Yeah, in part four. Yeah, but, but what I like about it is because Leo Getz come introduced in three, whatever. No, two. He, no he's in three. He doesn't. It's he introduced to two. In part, two, in part two, he's laundering money for the South Africans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because he's black. He's black. He's black. No, <laughs> he's, no, no. You're right. 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 Yesterday. No, no. You're right. You're right. Because he, because he's black. He's black. I forgot about that part. I like Leo Getz. I like the whole thing. I like the whole camaraderie of I hate you, I hate this, I hate that, and then they become you know what, the Final Fantasy needs to take a lesson from that, because these characters don't hate each other, they all love each other, it's kind of fucking weird, you know, like you have a ensemble cast, you should have a lot of hate between each other and then, that's what I'm saying about, you know, Final Fantasy, you got people that are, that don't really fit into any conventions, you know Cloud was a soldier, but now he's not a soldier who's still a soldier Supposedly. Supposedly, whatever, right? But he, he was there. Somebody recognized him. Whatever, right? He doesn't really... Yeah. yeah it's weird. Okay, okay. When that happens... Okay, so in the last chapter, whatever the fuck, and the guy goes, Cloud, we went to training together. What did you think about that? The dude ran away. I thought, shit, we're going to have to start fighting right now. Yeah, but like, what was the point of that? You don't know. Yeah, see, that was for us and not for you, and that's bullshit. That's what I think. Well, but it'll probably come up in the next couple games. Whatever, whatever. Fuck. I I just think that they just wrote that shit in for me and not for you, and that makes me mad. Well, I mean, but the the cast from Final Fantasy VII, a bunch of misfits too, you know, that find each other. Yeah. And and by the end, they're they're a pretty tight-knit group. Yeah, okay. Now they're off in some kind of goal. Yeah, they really pushed on the Jesse. Jesse wasn't as fucking flirty as she is in this game. Is Jesse dead? Um, well, okay. In oh, old, do I not want to know? Well, in seven, it, in the original game, I don't know what this would be revealing. She does die. They all die. In fact, the fact that um, what's his name is alive, uh, not Wedge, the fat guy, but the Biggs. Biggs, Biggs is dead too, but he's alive so so when he was alive at the very end i was like hmm i think i think that was a hint to people that had watched it before that this is different now yeah no no yeah yeah that when was, i saw when i, I saw when i saw biggs i was like he's alive and i i thought it was ham-fisted because they were like they were creating scenarios in which it was just too much like I'm like, what the fuck is Jesse a slut or something? Like, she was so deep in the cloud, and then like she dies. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. But then, and then when I saw Biggs alive, I was like, Ugh. 
Well, shit, is Jesse alive too then, or what? No, he's alive in in, in the fucking game that you played. I mean, obviously. Why? Well, I don't know. They never showed Jesse again. He He's in the bed. No, Jesse's the girl. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm in Biggs. Biggs is the dude that the cool looking dude. Yeah, yeah, he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. No, 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 bro. You don't bring him back to life unless Jesse's some kind of thing. Oh, really? No, no. I mean, seriously. Why would? Why? Why him? Why him? Bring back Biggs and not Jesse. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jesse has such a thing for fucking guy cloud and there's like a bunch of little story things that are going on with her did she create the bomb that destroyed the mako reactor which we all know that she did it i mean i like that i like that she was carrying the guilt of you know yeah no 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 that's cool that's cool i'm just saying like right that develop her a lot yeah but, oh but you're gonna show biggs is alive but not jesse the fuck yeah no biggs, she's we alive we never got depth out of biggs because exactly Jesse, we met her. We met her parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we saw her. We saw her hometown. We saw, yeah, maybe yeah. that was just so that we felt it when she died. I no, know. no, I agree. They built her up so they could kill her, so you could it, it could be a could more devastating. Yeah, I feel bad. But then you show Biggs. So you're like, who the fuck? Why? Why the fuck you show? Chances are she could come back in second disc or the second game, and she could be a bad guy. And you're gonna fire her or whatever. Whatever, I don't care. It's good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. It it it's cool. You know what a big change is from this game to the last game is that Shinra destroyed the Mako reactor. In the original game, it you destroyed the Mako reactor. Hmm. They made it more Shinra. And then like thing what the, when they dropped the um, plate plate. What'd you think about that? What'd you think story wise? How'd that work out? Well, how'd that work out in your head? Uh, like, why are they killing their own people? Yeah, just to blame Avalanche, who was only just a group of dudes. Yeah, that they could have just set a trap for. Yeah. Um. I I think it was like a oh gosh. Random. No, they they wanted they wanted did that happen in the original game? No. Oh shit. I mean, they dropped that no. They dropped the, the the plate onto the people, but it's not for the reasons in the game that it happens in this game. Oh. So I'm what I'm asking is, what do you think the reason why is why they dropped that onto the on the people? Uh, I, I mean the sense that I got, you know, being first time player and all that shit. Uh, they were blaming Avalanche for dropping the plate. To do what? For what it, for what reason? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just PR just to just to just to get an avalanche. Here, I gotta pause real quick. I gotta pee. I gotta pee. Yeah. Peace. So, All right, I forgot where we were at. Um, we were talking about Shinra story. Well, dropping the plate, what they did that for. Dropping the plate. You have no idea why they dropped the plate. Yeah, no, just except to try and make Avalanche look bad. 
But that yeah. Seemed, see, the, see, that, that was like what waste of resources. Yeah, it was bad storytelling because they did that. So, like, and this is a new thing in the game. They just did that just to do it. It doesn't make sense. But in 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 this game, they made it to do it so that they could go to war with Wu Tai. I guess. No, no, that's that's what it was. And oh. Wu and Wu Tai is a um, th that's a thing in the next game. Let's just say. Why? Well, I mean, I was also figuring too that since they want to move Midgar, we're not move Midgar. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Midgar. They want to create new Midgar. They don't really give a fuck if they fuck up the old one, I guess. Yeah, I agree with that part. They were like, we don't give a shit about destroying people, but it doesn't make sense because in seven, it doesn't make sense when they destroy a, a bunch of people, but in this one, they destroy a bunch of people, and they made sense of it. They were like. Because they wanted to create a scenario where everyone was like, yeah, let's go to war with Wu Tai again. And I was like, that's pretty weak storytelling, but that's a thing. That's a thing. If you, pl if you play this game, Wu Tai is a thing. Same thing happened after 9 11. You know? No, I agree. I, I agree. It probably but, took that from there. No, no, no. It, it, not really, because it. it it's not the main focus of the game. Like for something that ex extreme, you would want to focus the game into that. But it really is an afterthought. In fact, if you play seven, say say all these events happen, you play seven, you can ignore this whole aspect of the game. You don't really have to play. They might make it a bigger thing in the next game. That's what I hope. I don't think so. Yeah, there's no reason to. I mean, like it, it just isn't. I mean, the way the the game is structured most but it's bigger the second game will be bigger if they do anything it'll be bigger you have the golden saucer open world a fucking airship uh you have wutai itself you have a new ancient uh materia where you destroy the world with a meteor it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. The second disc is really everything. You find out why Cloud doesn't like Sephiroth. You find out what's, why Sephiroth went crazy. And I mean, there's a lot of shit that happens in the second disc, which is the second game. So if they do make a second game, which I think they will, it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, I hope they don't take that long. I mean, they shouldn't. I mean, most of the structures there, I think the, I think the, the architecture of the PS5 is close enough to the PS4. They they should be able to just take whatever they figured out in this game and just make it work there. It, I remember when Final Fantasy VII, um, when they when they said that they're going to make a remake, it was seven years ago. Yeah, but, so eight years ago. My bad, eight years ago. Yeah, but they built the game from the ground up. Yeah, you know? but it's they. Ground up, dude. I mean. It's it's a pretty much a new game. It's not like they were working off the old one and just putting hands on it. Okay, listen. They with the graphics that this game is, it's like Final Fantasy 15 graphics, which they had 10 years ago. The story was made 20 years ago. It just took too long for no reason. Okay, the the full motion video. Obviously, we've said how how close it gets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember the scene where they, they're in the Shinra building, they're doing the little tour, 
Yes. And then there's that whole yes. going through and the yes. ancients and stuff. That was like next level shit, right? Yeah, but it that, looked the same as the normal battle. That thing. was pre-rendered. Yes. So full motion video. That's yes. Recorded. We're yes. not watching those. That, yes. That, yes. It's not being rendered in real time by the by the CPU. Yeah. But what it does mean is that a computer rendered it somewhere, and you're just watching the recording of it. Okay. Okay. So when you do get a beef up in RAM and, and computing power, then that means that you can actually render the video game portions, the gameplay part, closer to whatever your your max render is. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's why movies can look so good. Okay. Record it. Okay. So you could take the same architecture, the same engine that's pushing Final Fantasy VII, and then allow it to run at, you know, turbo or whatever in the PS5. Okay, whatever. I mean, but the, the, that, but what I'm what I'm getting at is it shortens down the production cycle because you don't have to redevelop. Really, you don't have to redevelop all the graphics. You just let the graphics show up. Look, I, I agree with you. Everything you're saying makes sense, but let's be real. Final Fantasy 15 versus no, I said that wrong. Final Fantasy 15 and Final Fantasy versus whatever the fuck that is. It, it took ten years. I mean, it was the same. I, I say take three. Oh, I no, think, no, I know it took ten years though. I know, I know, but I, I say, I say three years till we get the next one. No, I agree with you, but I oh. mean, like, it took forever to make this game. Yeah, it, it did, but again, ground up. You know, and they wanted to make sure. They no, they don't. It's not ground up. You're talking about you, you're saying ground up. It's like if I'm playing Lincoln Logs, I made a cabin, and I'm like, well, let's make a two cabin place, and so it took it took double the amount of time, which it didn't have to. So, do you think what what other game do you think that they used a lot of parts of for this game? No, I they they you, play the, make, you played the other Final Fantasy, so I yes. don't know. You, do, no, do no, Final of, Fantasy fifteen and Final Fantasy seven remake are literally the same game. Okay, so like they're not even like like fifteen. It's actually a better looking game than seven. So they but, might have had they might have had production teams kind of working in you know in parallel. No, they just suck they at making games. No, they they suck at making games. It's just that they make games and they make money and it, it becomes famous. But in reality, they're not that good at making games. They're just not. It, I, w- w- <laughs> which is mind-blowing because you have this game. But I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but they have the parts to make this fucking game and they, they take forever to make it. So it's just like, what the fuck were you doing this whole time? They're just not good at making games. I don't seem to 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 feel whether or not they put more energy in one or the other. I don't know. If you have played Final Fantasy ten or ten two and Final Fantasy thirteen, thirteen, one, two, three, and this game and Crisis Core. I mean like they have they have the technology to make a better game, but for some reason they don't, and then they make this game, and it took so long, and then they could make another one immediately if they wanted to. The only thing holding them back is the story, really. I mean, like, literally, if they make the second game with the materia added, they, they could do it right away, but they won't. They, they'll take forever to do it. It should take them, like, a year to make the next game. Well, how about, how about this? 
Um, something I just kind of realized right now. This game kind of released pretty close to the way games were released before. It came out right the first time, and they didn't need to patch it to fix weird bugs or textures. That's just this game. Like, like if this was uh, Assassin's Creed, I agree with what you're saying. The Final Fantasy has always been good about coming out with the game and no patches. Yeah, but because there's a lot of opportunities, especially with uh, the different story things, uh, opportunities for things to not make sense. Not Obviously not as deep as Witcher. Holy shit, man. Witcher yeah, yeah. covers all their fucking bases. I'm like, how oh, do they yeah. for me doing this, but not this, and this other thing, but not this other thing? In the order that I did them in, when I could have done them out of order, and they fucking planned for it. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Agreed. This uh, this game obviously doesn't have that, but the amount of polish on it, it feels like they spent the time to get it out and get it out right. I played Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, you know. I mean, glitch wise. I I wish it had the same level of polish that this game had, because I played it once and then all these patches and stuff came out. And I really didn't feel like playing it again because um, of the bad taste in my mouth from the first time. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I mean, I, I just got to give Final Fantasy VII Remake that credit right now. I mean, just having that level of polish. I um, agree. Those are two different things. That's just like uh, Family A is better than Family B. I mean, it's just the way it is. It's just that, you know, with little things like the story, how they make it, it it's just cool that they made a story for me and um, the, the, the door is open for everyone else. So I, I think things are going to be a lot different now than what it is for me back in the day. But see, you- it, still, it still makes it important for me too because there is value, there's value in you having played seven. I agree. Worse would have been if this was the exact same fucking thing. You know what? That's the thing I didn't even think of. I didn't think that if it would be the same exact game, would I be angry? And I think I would have. But the fact that they opened the door for a whole new reality, a whole new... Even though there's bits and pieces... I mean, even but though the, the destiny will applying, change. Still applying value to the time you put in in 1997. Yeah. I agree. Again... I, I mean, I, I agree. I, I hate to come back to this, but it's just acknowledging that the time that you spent with it in 97 is still important. You know, it's not unimportant. And yeah, for me to get the full experience, you know, I could either play the original seven or I can read about it. That's can, a beauty. That's or, a beauty. That's a beauty of this game. Or Kevin, how about this? I can ask you about it and you can teach me about it and I can learn something from you that enhances my game experience that I just had right now. And vice versa. The fact that you haven't played it, I can ask you questions and be like, wow. Because like, okay, for instance, there's a lot of things where I'm like, oh, well, this was for me. What did it do for you? And then you have a different outlook that that I was like, I didn't know that. And I'm like, or it's like watching uh, Star Wars with somebody, episode one, two, three, four, five, six. You know, and actually growing up with Anakin, you know, and following his story could have been better done. I would have liked a little bit more Breaking Bad. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Good guy becoming a bad guy, you know, obviously, but, but still, you know, Brett, bare bones. 
you're growing up with this kid, you met him and he was innocent and cute and whatever. And then by the end, he's, he's killing younglings and becomes the biggest bad ever, you know, mm-hmm. and you're sympathetic towards him maybe the entire time, you know, in four and five. Uh, and then, you know, and then ultimately six is the, was the payoff different. So, so yeah, I think there's something to be said about experiencing it both ways. And, uh, and, you know, I, I kind of like this idea that they're, they're still valuing the time that you spent with the game already. They're not saying, Hey, you know what, everything you knew about before, fuck it. You're that, that's out the window. It's trash. It's garbage. We're starting brand fucking new. Yeah. They didn't really shit on the fans who liked it before and they didn't shit on you who were the ones who played it, you know, outright. Um, all in all, it was a pretty good game. Um, my only gripe is the story. Uh, everything else is pretty good. What do you, and you, I can genuinely tell that you like the game. Um, that is the that is the ins and outs of Final Fantasy VII. Really broke down every concept that there is of this game. Uh, big picture wise, yeah. I mean, no, just in general. We went all the way. We went from macro to micro. I mean, like, dude, we went from everywhere, dude. I can't think of a thing that we didn't break down. Holy shit. We went from gameplay to, I mean, the material system is, like, not a thing to talk about because it is exactly the same as it was the original, except for they just added words to it. Okay. Instead of magnify, it was just all. All was everything. Instead of elemental synergy and all that, all was all. So pretty much everything is the same. I mean, literally. I mean, everything is the same. There's nothing different from the battle system. I'm happy with it. I feel like it was, uh, it was, uh, I'm getting my bang for my buck. Oh, yeah, you did. I I have to say, for the amount of money you pay for the game, it should be worth more. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm not, I'm not regretting the buy. Uh, yeah, I can't see why anyone would. I mean, this is not a bad game at all. Any church of imagination. I don't think it's the best game. I think it's a good game because of COVID-19. I have to say, if COVID-19 did not exist and a bunch of other fucking games came out at the same time, we wouldn't be talking about Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, probably not. I would be the only one playing that fucking game because when 15 came out, I'm the only one who played it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I didn't play 15. It came out. I got close to it, but I was like, man. Yeah, but you, you're not like a fan like I am. Like, I mean, yeah. like you buy all these combats. I don't. I buy think I just ended up buying. Uh, no, bu- not buying. I think I just ended up playing uh, Dragon Age again. Exactly. Exactly. And Dragon Age, I'm pretty sure Anthony's never played Dragon Age. No. And I'm pretty sure Weddle hasn't played it. So that's what I'm getting at. I mean, Final Fantasy kind of transcends only because of COVID-19. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll come up with our new formula for calculating the games. Oh, that was good. I think the way we did it, we were good. Story, music, uh, gameplay, overall. Yeah, but but adding the weight to gameplay. In the gameplay replayability. We will double that score, yes, and then we'll do that from there. But for now, you break uh, eight point two five. Yes. Yeah. All right. Cool. We gotta go because I'm tired. I gotta eat. <laughs> yeah. What time is it out there? Twelve fifty. Fuck. <laughs>
Yeah, dude. Midnight. I gotta go. I got. I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> I gotta go work. Uh, five hours from now. So. All right, brother. That's fine. Later's. That was good. It was good. Hey, it was good. It was a good podcast. That was good. They always are, man. They're always fun. Yeah, they are. Thanks for having All right. Me. All right, man. Thank- That's it for the podcast. Uh, enjoy. That was four hours. If you were able to make the end of this one, this odyssey that I made, then uh, more power to you. As you can tell, I started fading towards the end. I got really fucking drunk. And I'm amazed that the conversation I was able to keep up at that time. And more props to Eber for keeping the uh, conversation the way he did. And it's on YouTube for all the glory. I, towards the last like three hours, because I really got blackout drunk after the first hour, I'm just kind of swaying and shit. But for some reason, the conversation is pretty good. There's a lot of content to be had there. And if you made it past the four hours, you got to subscribe, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> all right. Or leave a comment. Say how drunk I was. So as always, be the better person than you were yesterday and uh, stay frosty. Devil and the devil is free.